welcome to the SideQuest Podcast. My name is Luke. I'm Matt. And I'm BJ. I'm back, everybody. He's back. I but was. to some people, depending on how we release the episode. That's fair. You're, so these episodes are going to be out of order because I'm... we. But to us, he's back. Yeah. We, uh... We fucked up. I the last time I the last time I was over at Matt's house, I didn't finish editing the podcast at his computer. My computer's still fucked, and so I was like, "Oh shit!" And so I figured I'll text Matt, "Hey, edit it," and then I didn't. And then and then was, you did, and then I I edited it to the extent of putting in putting in a clip. funny clips, and then yeah. I was like, "All right, I'm done." Yeah. And then they recorded another one because I was sick last week, and I'm still slightly getting over it. Like I'm pretty much healthy, just with a runny nose at this point now. That's fair. Yeah. But uh. Um, it's to the point where you don't have to tell people that you're like sick, but you're like, you're not sick. well, I, I always ask my mom this and I'm like, Hey, what's like a good time? Like where I can actually like be like social again. And she usually says like, give it like four days. And like, yeah. by then it's like, you're probably not contagious. Even yeah. if you still have some like left. Oh yeah. Symptoms. Runny nose will stick around forever. Some for me, like a stuffed nose or like sinus problems stay forever. It doesn't help that it's like still slightly chilly outside either. So like it I, is not chilly outside. Well, it's there's there's wind, so that counts. Oh my gosh, Shut dude! Up. It is so warm. I don't think we're gonna get the big snow, and I'm really sad about that. Um, or if we do, I mean, I'm gonna be stoked. I love here on the property. Yeah. It's the oh most fun. I bet it's Wonderland. I bet it's great. Like at uh, my parents' house is the same shit because we lived out in the middle of nowhere. You yeah. just look out the window and it's all the white. Like you can't yeah. see a single green. Yeah, it's so like, good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So hopefully we get the the, the big freeze. When is it supposed to happen? The big freeze? Yeah. Does, we don't know. Oh, okay. Like, on like in two <laughs> days, we're going to have, like, a high of 70. No. Yeah. I mean, we do have some chilly mornings, for sure. Like, low of 39, I think, like or lows of 22. Like, so cold mor- mornings, but not during the day. So, yeah. Well, a lot happened this week in video gaming. Fucking lot, yeah. yeah. I still say the biggest thing that's been happening is the Hogwarts Legacy shit, which y'all got to talk about last week. Yeah. But, hey, the game is... Great. Killing it, yeah. The game is killing it. Like it's, it's great. It's doing me well. And Luca and both been playing the shit out of it. Yeah. Bj has goofed around more side quests than I have, uh, but I've I've been like, I've I've just. So you've been doing a lot of more, a lot more story. No, I've just been walking around. Oh. <laughs> like, I there are times where I'll be like, I don't want to do any side quests. I want a story. Do you have I'll your room of requirement? I'll just walk the halls of of uh of Hogwarts. Get those I've already, animals. I've already edited it to my exact specifications. How many pictures of Professor Garlic's meaty ass do you have everywhere? <laughs> I don't have that mod yet. Dude, there are it's crazy that mods are already out. Bro, <laughs> did you see the Shrek one? Did you see the Dobby with a gun? Yes. Uh, apparently because there's dragons in the game and of course when there's a dragon, you immediately turn that bitch into Thomas the Tank Engine. Well, I saw one where they replaced the broom with Shrek. Yep. And instead riding of Shrek's riding Shrek, side. Shrek's in front of you like this so you're bent over doing this to Shrek. Yeah, there's I mean, one where they replace all of the paintings with um, VTubers. I saw VTubers yeah, R- and then Ricardo. Ricardo. Yeah, uh, there's one thing that isn't a mod. There's a painting in the castle of J.K. Rowling burning at the stake. I, I swear to God, today. yeah, no, that's like obviously none of the developers are ever gonna say that's what that is, but it is aggressively 100% her. That's so funny. There's so many lesbians. Yeah, no, like, what was the, when, the, the girl, or the, not girl, the lady you meet when you, for the Merlin missions. Yeah. Like, I remember she's she just, talking about, she's like, oh yeah, my wife is a huge Merlin fan, so I'm out here researching. 
Serona's the best too. Yeah, I, I love, love Serona. Her. I've only had one scene with her, but she's badass. There, there's a couple quests you can do with her, and I just finished. Uh, I'm about to start one actually. Um, so she's great. Um, obviously the internet can't stop simping over Professor Garlic. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. Um, I dude, the whole game's great. Like the character designs are on point too. Like, uh, it looks great. I've seen. Even, like, stuff seeing, like, PS4 Pro versus, like, a 4070 uh, RTX, like, it runs really well on this next gen. Actually, I'm, I'm very interested to see that because it's technically not out on PS4 or Xbox One yet. Or Switch. It, it's waiting until April to hit those. So I'm wondering if they put the big one out, and now they're like, okay, how the fuck do we get this to run here? <laughs> I'll be very interested. If it's not a cloud version on the Switch one, I'll be like, how the fuck did y'all do that? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I the the closest thing I can compare it to is like Fable Two for me, like it has that same exact exploration story dividend I guess. Um, is I, exploration like feel natural? Yes. Yeah. That's, okay, that's it's awesome. awesome. The because um, I always hate when exploration doesn't feel natural. And there's like different ways to categorize that, but like you know, I, you're just exploring and it's not like you come upon something. And, and like open stuff, it's like feels like scripted or like too directed or something like that. Well, where I am in the game, I'm level 20 and I've done what's max level? Uh, I think it's probably 100, 180 or something like that. Yeah, there's skill trees that level up your spells and stuff. Well, but, apparently, you can't. Um, I think it's, I don't think I could be wrong, but I don't think you can unlock every talent, there's only so many you can get. So, because they want your play style to be different. Mm. So you have to focus on that. Oh, you been, just can't get all everything. Yeah, I've been focusing on just upgrading my spells so far. I immediately the first thing I did with the talents is like, give me all the different spell like slots mm-hmm. so I can just like hot fix like everything. change like I have, puzzle to I have, exploration. I have one, yeah, one that's just like all like the utility spells like Lumos and fucking Wingardium Leviosa and all that shit. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I don't want to hot switch this out every time. But so far in the story, <laughs> the the only mention of the dark forest is don't fucking go in there. And then the first thing I, you do I've is- spent a, a shitload of time in there, and no story has happened whatsoever. But I did pass the lake where uh, Harry saves um, Ron and Gabriel. No, uh, Sirius from oh, the Dementors right, right, right. in three. And uh, your character will walk past, and he's like, "This lake feels somber." Stags are such beautiful animals. Oh my gosh! There's a lot of that. Like my character, the one it's sometimes annoying. Like when you every time you go oh, to with, Hogsmeade, like with his Patronus. Yeah, yeah. Every time you go to Hogsmeade, your character's like, "All roads lead to Hogsmeade," or mm-hmm. he, or they'll say something about Hogsmeade every time. And I'll just be walking around like, "Can you go drink butter beers?" Yes. Yeah, that's where uh, that's the where trans character is. She's oh, the bartender okay. at the, the she three owns broomsticks. Yeah, she owns the three broomsticks. Is that what it's called in... Yeah, the, the, the Three Room Six is just the one that's at... Uh, it's the one that's at... Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade, specifically. There's the Leaky Cauldron at Diagon Alley, but... Mm-hmm. We can't go well, that's there. That's the one I'm thinking. Yet. Hello? What the fuck was that? A little high-pitched squeal from Kevin's room. Is he alright? Is he cranking that hog? What's going on? like it came from outside. Well... All right, sick. Uh, we're, we might die today, guys. About time. <laughs> but yeah, no, the game is great. Um, how did you like the character creation in the beginning? Because I thought it was great. I thought it was really good. Um, there's not really a way that you can make your character insanely fucking ugly. Yeah, well, because I like that they gave presets to all the faces. They're like, look, 
This is what you got. Yeah. You can I'm, change it slightly. Because I always fuck it up in Dark Souls because there's too many options. So I'm, I'm happy with what I have and it all looks good. Um, I also love like some of the other student characters. Like This is the only good Slytherin representation I've ever seen besides Bro, Draco in the last book. My boy Sebastian. Sebastian's fucking guy. awesome, dude. That's my guy. I love, dude. And you, I'm assuming you've... <coughs> You know this, but this got spoiled for me on TikTok. But yeah, he's how you learn all the unforgivables. Yeah, because he's like, all right, cool. But the reason that he's in Slytherin and studying dark magic is so that he can cure his sister. Have you met his sister yet? No, but he okay. he brought it up to me last yeah, night. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm at the position or like the the story quest where it's like here's your list of quests you have to do. Like a lot of them are like in you know question marks, but like all right, here's the ones. I now have talk to Serona and do her thing, and then go with Sebastian to meet Anne. And I'm like, let's fucking go. I did meet uh, his buddy Gaunt, is Omnis, it? Yeah. Who is a direct descendant of Salazar Slytherin and uh, like and great granddaddy. The predecessor, of Voldemort. the predecessor of Voldemort. First co- conversation with him didn't go well because um, I was in his little secret spot with his friend. Well, so you didn't talk to him, I'm assuming, then in uh, like the. the or no, you're not a Slytherin, are you? No. Right, okay. I'm a Hufflepuff. So, you know, like in that moment where you get to go and see, like the beginning when you get to your house you can talk to every npc that's there yeah so i talked to both sebastian and somnus and that bitchy bitch who flies who says she's the best flyer yeah she's a she's a, she's a cannon slytherin no she is an absolute cunt and I, I, I every time i beat the shit out of her in the flying trials i'm like yeah bitch fuck you. i beat her first score by a full minute and she was like you must have cheated and i'm like i didn't even have a i'm like this yet, is a bitch. superman 64 competition how am i gonna cheat the rings it I, that is one thing is i flying is fun to just fly around on actually having to control it like for I, like a thing is like this is kind of whack i've done like an hour of flying since i got the broom that's mostly what i've been doing is just flying around and yeah. looking at stuff it's so good i love it the uh i think natty's pretty good but i haven't done much with her just because i'm not a gryffindor she's i think she's mostly with like the hogsmeade quests from what i can tell i want to know because i just met i just met the hufflepuff girl who i think is in the, the beast class what's her name um, um she's like kind of shorter than you and you, you're going to get to her at some point, but there's a quest where you have to go take the beast class, and that's when you get your... Okay, yeah, I haven't, I haven't had the beast oh, class yet. Oh, you learned beast uh, fighting technique? Yes. Um, but no, she, uh, <laughs> she's really cool. You get your cool. mounts, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't got my mount yet, but I've been collecting animals, because you can collect them from poachers and just bring them to the room. Apparently there's shiny animals. You can I get. got one. One of the first ones is when you... I had to get some flutter beak or whatever the fuck it was called, and I saw a bunch of blue ones, and I saw a green one, and I went, that one. I want that one. So yeah. I immediately hit, hit him with a Wingardium Leviosa, and he's just fucking flying there like, oh my gosh! And then I'm like, get in the bag, bitch. I love that it's like Fantastic Beast elements and Harry Potter stuff. No, this this whole thing is just, all right, everything you like about the wizarding world is here. Yeah. And it does such a good job. And it all meshes well. Also, just like, like I was saying, like how I, like there were, there were times where I just walked around. Like I, I now, like I know Hogwarts, about as well as I know Kamarocho from Yakuza at this point. Like, I've just been walking around hallways. Like, I don't need... Give me that mod. Now, yeah. how how much is it, like... Is it something kind of like Skyrim where you can go in and, like, punch a guard? No. no. Okay. No, yeah, because everybody was like, I'm going to use a vodka Kedavra on the students, and no, you yeah. can't do that. Oh, okay. You can't if... So it's the same thing. It's like, if it's an aggravating enemy, like, it's it's an, an enemy NPC, you yeah. can do it to them. And, yeah. If you see a health bar. Yeah. Um, fun fact, or no, you can actually, you can do it to the animals too. So if you can, in fact, Avada Kedavra, a, a simple cat in the Hogwarts hallway, 
and it's kind of it's fucked, fucked up. up. Really? Yeah. They in let the hallway? You, yeah. Well, like, there's there's like animals, and you can pet them. Like they let you pet so the like animals. So like in the middle of like. You can literally just go Avada Kedavra in the middle. Yeah. In the middle, like with like people a around. Bunch of students studying around a table. You just kill one of their cats. And is there like any sort of consequence? So to if that? you use the Avada Kedavra spell in front of people, they'll be like, "Whoa!" But like they won't. That's really awesome. <laughs> I just said, did we, what did he just say? Abraka, what? No, did you? I, I, I saw a TikTok where someone was like, "Could you imagine an American transfer student who's a Muggle-born?" Because they're like, "Ha, Abracadabra!" And people start going, "Oh." Fuck! Because it's so close to Avada Kedavra, they're like, "What? What? Abra what did you just say?" But no, I, I, uh, I actually got to use all those curses recently because I found. I don't know if you found any of these, but one the of the dark challenge arts. missions. Yeah, yeah, those are fucking fun. Yeah, that was really cool, dude. Immediately, the sex. So the last one was like, "Here's a giant troll in like 17." And I immediately went, "Get the troll out." He's I didn't leaving. know it was gonna give me that skill set, and then I was all like, dark curses. You're like, let's fucking go. I was fighting these guys, and I was like, I thought I was using my regular move set, so I hit my A button or whatever it was, and it was like Avada Kedavra, and I was like, <laughs> dude, it's so what have I done? No, I loved it because I was I was like running around, and so immediately I'm like, there was one where it's like, here's another big troll, and I immediately went, fucking, you're my teammate now, and so he's just. Like fucking around goblins I'm taking care of the other guys And they give you confringdo So I'm still just fucking wailing fire at people It was oh, the, the combat's so good Yeah I, I've had a lot of fun Just fighting people Any any chance I get I'm just like Give me Let me let me fight It was a big update today Oh was there? I haven't It I was haven't. like 30 gigs Maybe it's just a steam thing I need to I was gonna text you Before you bought it Cause I, I saw that like Yeah this was like Heavy steam deck verified Yeah And yours uh, The steam deck it caps at 40 frames so like you get a steady consistent frame rate whereas like even mine while i'm on 60 it drops to like 40 a lot of developers are coming out with presets in the settings for steam games now so that they'll automatically be verified and preset it to that uh like load out of settings when you load into it that's why uh ishin is already verified yeah, it's when not even out, come out the like, 21st no it's the 17th isn't it no, I might. Hold on, I gotta. Maybe the physical edition comes out sooner. I don't know. I was looking on the Xbox Game Store. That's why I was like, "What the fuck? Is this one of those?" Like a dragon? Hold on. Didn't you say that you played the new Metroid? I did. Yeah, you're right. February twenty second. My bad. I did. Yeah, I started. I started it just because it was fucking there, and I was like, "All right, cool." I waited till my paycheck to buy it, but bought it and played like the first little bit of it. And I'm it looks for the great. physical. I'm gonna still get the physical, but I was like, I'm not waiting. Is it gonna be a steel book? I no, hope. it's just like a standard case. They, I think they're charging forty bucks for it, which is great for a Nintendo game. Yeah, that that's the thing. So okay. especially in the light of this seventy dollars bullshit. Yeah, for fucking Tears of the Kingdom. So I I'm probably the only one who doesn't care. I don't like that it's breath like it's Nintendo doing it. Again, I get it. Like games are more expensive to develop, and fucking inflation is a fucking bitch at this but, point now. But I just, I but, feel like it just—it's been such a standard for so long. Well, it's—it's because it's they've like refused. Like that's why we kept getting DLC and everything to like obfuscate because they're like, we don't want to up up it to seventy. No, DLC is just money grab. Well, no, like, please I'm, don't tell me that you think that DLC is just like. Oh no, it's a money grab. But like, hundred percent, it's a money grab. But when you, when I'm, what I'm saying is like, I guarantee you that helped with the fact where it's like, either we can up the price of a game, or we can sell the more shit. Hundred percent, we're gonna get a DLC for Breath of the Wild that's gonna cost twenty bucks. Yeah, I'm not saying DLC is gonna stop. hundred percent. I just, but I, like, I'm saying like, there, like when you, if you were to like, 
if, if you're just putting out a game every like two years for 60 bucks every time no DLC no nothing you're gonna make millions and billions of dollars but you're gonna make 100%. less than you would have the, the last time even if they sell the exact yes, exactly, same exactly but but it's up to us as the consumer to not put up with that bullshit and I mean also, I'm still buying Tears of the Kingdom and every other $70 game that comes out I don't care but this is also basically just a ROM hack of Breath of the Wild I mean Wild. yeah no that's yes. that's, that's that my came pro- out on the same system at $60 so that's what pisses me off so that, that's, if that's it was on thing- new hardware and they started charging $70 there I would be okay with it because it's like okay well you had to develop you know more stuff for this new hardware new architecture even if it's just slightly different I would I'd be okay with that jump but if it's on the same console it has to be more justifiable to me like I guess that's that would be part of it but it just has to be more justifiable. I, I guess I, I'm the Maybe t- it's the best, you know, maybe it is the, the new, it, maybe it beats out Breath of the Wild in our game of the year tier. Sure. You know, but but the thing is, though, something that was meant, that was developed as DLC content, I, I mean, I need to be blown away. From that trailer, it looks like what they've added is just Breath of the Wild nuts and bolts. Yeah, yeah, like the fucking and rail stuff. grinding. Yeah. The thing is, because they, they were like, "Well, people are putting two minecarts on each other and, and creating flying machines." Mm-hmm. I wonder about the like the physics shit that you can now do in this one. Like, I'm gonna goof around with that, but I, I wonder if they're not showing like because they've they still not shown if, much. If you make a car that's got to not be as fast, like like and like if you hit any rock, you're like. Here, and Link gets, you know... Here's the thing, though. Do, do we get around. to keep the bike from Breath of the Wild? I don't think so. I, I hope that it's like you have to gather the pieces of the bike and it's a long, arduous, bullshit task because that's obviously going to be the best vehicle in the game. The bike is the most versatile thing. Yes, it's so good. But then you think, like, me making a car is going to be, like, any better. I mean, it's going to be just annoying, to be honest. Yeah. I'm I'm... Like, it'll be great, like, if you could build like a huge like war tank and they'll like at, let you add like a cannon to the that's front what of i'm it. thinking that's they what have i to hope. have some kind of weapon system to it well, yeah i mean they're like even with all the trailers and then you could like siege still... a, like a little goblin camp and just that would be that would be cool and that that would be yeah i'd love that i mean for they haven't shown like anything for this game like we've got three trailers and we still don't know what the fuck's going on we don't know half of what you can do. Except I want to know Matt Mercer voices Ganon. That's insane. Actually, amazing. That's fucking cool. That's so cool. But like, I still I bet don't know. enemies can build vehicles as that, well. See, again, if that's the you case, it'd be fire. And they Fortnite build like an entire <laughs> tower in a second. You're like, fuck. It's like Mad Max, but it's all Bacoblins. You, you hear, you hear Zelda and Link's ear like, Link, you must crank a ninety, drop that bitch down, <laughs> send him to the gulag, destroy the bottom. They'll fall. It'll all collapse. It's the fucking the the king of Hyrule, Link. Get him at the base. The, the whole thing will fall. You got to stand in front of a cliff and wait for them to drive full force at you, and then just dodge roll out of the way. It gets it gives you the chance to flurry rush too. So as That's it falls, right. the whole thing breaks, and you see all these bokoblins fall. <laughs> Who knows? Lots I mean, I, I'm hyped for it. I've never ca- uh, speaking on the price thing. I literally haven't cared about the seventy dollar price point at all. That has not stopped me from playing a game. I know, but it's just when, I, like I will, inflation and other things are like invading our lives so much. It it sucks, but like for me, I'm like, I still like with usually I'm I'm pretty good at just like watching trailers and stuff unless they have like a cool special edition that I want. I don't give a fuck about the game, but like usually I'm like I'll watch trailers and if it doesn't sell me like 
ten, like immediately like yeah I have to. Like, I know, but then you you have to also think of, like down the line like there's you know some poor family and some poor kid and they're like this new game comes out and the kid's like please can I buy this and like you know like la- you know they're like it's always been sixty dollars and the mom's like now it's seventy and you just I don't know there's just little stuff like that that I feel like I I think it is our job as in the gaming community to keep like stuff like that in check even if like there's a reason for it but i don't see a definite reason for it yeah i mean i definitely agree like there because because it's just going to be a trend where it's like you know our our dollar bills are going to be worth less Mm -hmm. eggs are going to be more expensive gas is going to be more expensive we're paying more for our hobbies like that's just going to be terrible i i mean i think for me and then games aren't going to be getting any better you know that's that's like my thought I think for for the, in the case of Nintendo, I think what made me more upset was like like because I was like I'm still gonna get it because it's sequel to Breath of the Wild. But of course, also, I mean I'm but definitely also, gonna get it. But also it was like I thought Nintendo would be the one to not do it. You know what I mean? I mean that like they the game. I don't know. This is, coming, gone, this is coming from the, the the same company that still charges sixty dollars for Mario Kart. Well, yeah, my, and also charged fifty dollars for Donkey Kong when it first came out, and then sixty dollars when they re-released it. Bro, Funky Mode is a ten dollar upgrade. Funky Be Mode real. can suck my hairy cock. <laughs> I don't know. Funky Kong seems to be into that. You know what I mean? He's yeah. he's a funky dude. You know what I mean? But you know, one game that is gonna be living up to the hype and probably will not be seventy dollars is fucking Professor Layton: New World of Steam. I almost cried when I saw that. I wish I could have gotten the camera footage from work because I was standing behind the counter with my Bluetooth headphones in watching it and I saw Professor Layton's hat and my arms just instinctively went like this <laughs> while I was in the lobby. And Somebody's it, like in the lobby, like, on, you know, doing something and they go. And it took me a couple seconds to realize what I was doing and then my hands went like down my head and over my mouth. I That was the thing where I was watching it and I'm like, I like part of me was like, is it? It? And then I saw the hat and I go, oh my gosh, BJ's, this is BJ's, this is BJ's direct. We got Xenoblade 3 DLC news, we got Professor Layton, Metroid Prime dropped. There's one RPG in there that is just the complete battle system from Chrono Trigger. I, I'm actually hyped for that. Uh, what do you think of that police game? The, the... It looks okay. I mean, like... Luke thought you'd be really onto that. Well, the I, mean, one... I mean, I'll definitely try it, but, like, it, Rain Code is also coming out, and Rain Code kind of does that exact same thing, but with more style, in my opinion. Because Rain, Rain Code's the one that's from the Danganronpa devs. So that's... I knew BJ would like that one, too. I like that uh, BJ was listening to our stream and then just me going, wow. Yeah, it, at some point, like I was listening text. to it too. Uh, I my I was listening to it, and I'm like, you could hear me for a while, and then for whatever reason, my audio went down. Yes, Sorry because, about that background because, noise. I was looking at because you could TikTok. hear the speakers on your computer. Oh, is that it? Yeah, and it, every t- it was just like an echo of what was already being played, yeah. and I was like, I, I'm tired of hearing this. <laughs> Basically, what I said was, I liked hearing Luke for five minutes, and then he said, I don't know what Pikmin Two came out on, and then he was inaudible for the rest of it. <laughs> And then Matt just every five minutes unenthusiastically saying, wow. 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 That's how I felt. I was like, but then when I saw Professor Layton, I got stoked for you because I do remember you talking about that and being that Halloween costume that no one recognized and you being sad about that. Yeah. Metroid Prime was cool. 
And then br- obviously <laughs> Breast of the Wild. That was Breast that was of the it. Wild. Breast, Breast of the Wild. Dude, baby. I love some Breasts of the Wild. That's that's just the entire game when you go see uh the Gerudo women. It was so funny. We were watching Survivor and there was this one woman that I like thought was like a babe and I was sad that they voted out and then she came on like in her full makeup in the dress for the finale and I was like, dang, like she's not like as pretty as I thought and I was like, it must have been that like primal like primal Kukukana uh, urge. Yeah, ooh. Woman. 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 Ata. Ata. Booba. Atas. So, but yeah, yeah, the direct was fucking great. The Xenoblade stuff. I'm like Charlie in the Pepe Sylvia episode now. It's funny because like, well, I haven't played three. Still. Uh, I'm uh, that, that, that fucking DLC got me because they're showing Alvis fucking shulk is there shulk and rex are in the party together let me put it this way i looked at that rex and i go yeah that rex can pull bitches that rex could pull every blade that exists he's probably pulling shulk if i'm being honest rex's arms are as big as fucking shulk's head that like the glow up on that man insane and then uh noah's new new uh, like hairstyle and like outfit change was cool I'm I'm interested to see like how this one because t- didn't the end of three was like the splitting of the Sorry, things right yeah so I'm, I wonder- I'm just a little bit sad about it because it's like Noah <coughs> in the uh, in the Hall of Champions or whatever that shows the founders Shulk and Rex are very clearly there but uh, I was really hoping that Noah the statue that looks similar to Noah was going to be Faye from uh, Xenogears but this is fine too I I think. I'm, I, I gotta just push through Xenoblade 3 because this DLC if this is gonna be like Torna I'm fucking in this also seems like to be the wrap up for this story of Xenoblade if they're going to just everybody yeah I mean they, they've said this is gonna be like the end of the uh, the Zanza saga I guess and um, I'd be really interested to see what they do for a fourth one if they're gonna be like this is wrapping up I mean they're def- they're definitely doing a fourth one we just don't know what it'll be yet Xenoblade's been really interesting just because of how while technically each game is standalone they are very much a trilogy of like this is all connected yeah it's like different protagonists different party members but it's like millions of years apart yeah which and then but then everybody can live forever cause like magic shit and fucking the blades yeah it was it's it, um it's cool though. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a prequel, and I'm pretty sure Alvis is going to either become or create Z. I'm interested just because fucking I still love Xenoblade One. Torna, I've talked about this multiple times. Torna is the reason I still like Xenoblade because I I honestly was after two I was like, I mean, the game's fun, but fuck this writing is bad. The dialogue specifically, the fucking characters are great, but there's their dialogue. Bad, Three is basically if Torna was a full game. I need to play because of that, but like, even just based on the prologue in chapter one, I did. I'm like, oh yeah, I like this way. There's so game. much fucking tragedy and heartbreak. I think that's why I liked Torna so much. Like, even Xenoblade One, like it had Xenoblade One was like your kind of typical Final Fantasy JRPG type story. Two's was at least it felt very fan servicey. In the way it's presented, and you can you can tell because that game was like written in like what four months, not even. Yeah, but it it's was, like I told you, the world building in Xenoblade Two is oh what yeah, saved the it. lore is insane. The the every like that was one of the few games where I'm like I'm like reading everything I can get my hands on just to see shit. And then Torna, I was like I might, I don't think I'm a Xenoblade fan. I played Torna and I'm crying when the credits roll. I'm like fuck, 
God dang it. Yep. This is so I knew I'm like, okay, clearly the development of two was like rushed. Yeah. Because they, they put their whole fucking being into Torna. And then hearing you gush about three, I'm like, clearly three is like the best one. Gameplay wise, and then as far as the pacing of the story goes, I think it's definitely the best. And then um, after this DLC, they're going to be free and open again. So I'm hoping we finally get that Xenoblade export. Yeah, that would be great. That's a, Again, that's a, another one that I've played just because I, I had a Wii U for like a year. That's the one that I have not done yet. <laughs> Has that been the one where you're like, uh, I'm not going to watch, I'm not going to play this because I know it's going to get a Switch port type Yeah, beat? Yeah, absolutely. After they did Xenoblade 1 and they did so much work on it. Fuck. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. You're good. Uh, so y'all you, heard about the 3D printing shit that they've been doing. This is the fucking like tablet of like Yu-Gi-Oh! Of, like the Pharaoh and... Blue Eye oh, and fuck. Dark Magician. Got the three Egyptian God cards. That go, oh, that's so fucking cool. I need to paint it because it was a commission. It's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Pretty... <laughs> it printed perfectly right out of the like, box, no, that, too. That's, like, um, insane. It, like, immaculate. that's great detail. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. You're going to go the full golden on it? I'm going to try to do, like, a uh, like a faded yellow kind of look, like a sandstone We could dry thing. brush some gold. Well, I was going to yeah. say, if you, if you like, do it, like, kind of brown, like, like rock colored, and then, yeah, do, like, dude, I could, gold We could get, outlines, like, like a brown, make it look a brown wash. Yeah. Make it look, awesome. like, very distressed. Because the original like, tablet's gold. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to tell in the show, but it, it does have a little bit of a gold tinge to it. That that would be a good one. 3D printing the full Millennium Puzzle. Oh, yeah. Like, as, like, the... What rapper... Yeah, was, I was just thinking there's a rapper that definitely has I it? think it was Ski Mask, right? I, yeah, I think Ski it Mask was. actually had, like, a diamond-encrusted Millennium Puzzle. Because uh, it he, was supposed to be Lil Peeps, and then... Yeah. And then he, he finished it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Ski Mask, and he was, like, talking, like, yeah, this is one of my favorite pieces. And I'm looking at it going, you know that costs a fortune, and he's never going to get that money back, but also that shit is fire. You know the Sonic chains did so well that they did full-body versions of all the characters? Yeah, I've seen the, like, I saw the, like, the, the Instagram, like, ad for him. I'm like, fuck, I wish I was rich. I want the Shadow one so bad. <laughs> yeah. Who's the one that has the, like, the diamond-encrusted Gengar? Uh, that's... Also, could be ski mask. Honestly, it could be. I th I want to say it's um. I want to say Yachty for some reason. I yeah, actually, Yachty's got some good ones too. Yeah, little boat. I used to have one that was a uh, a power star from Mario, and the eyes were diamonds. Dang! When I was in high school, I made uh, one of those a star out of Legos, and I put it on a chain. People thought it was pretty cool. So then I did one as Mario going like that. Hell yeah! Trying to find the rapper with the Gengar, but I cannot. I looked it up, but I can't find. Yeah, whatever. Other than that, though, what have y'all been doing? Like, obviously, Hogwarts Legacy is the big one. Uh, Matt, well, I guess you'll talk in a little bit. Um, what you've been like up to mainly besides Hogwarts Legacy? And uh, a, a little bit more like a dragon. I pretty much stopped to play Hogwarts. Um, that game is pretty fucking incredible. So I actually want to ask because so we're back on track to me knowing what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Uh, when you played, for those who don't know, when BJ played six, uh, Luke has not finished yeah, six I didn't yet. Finish it. I got far apparently because I've got to a boss fight. Yeah, you fucking... just you basically just didn't do the ending. 
which is wild to me because I'm like something happened that I'm like I have to do something else, and so I dropped it, planning to come back to it, and I just never did. Yeah. So yeah, I I I'm gonna get to. I need the thing is I st- I dropped Yakuza Five for Hogwarts Legacy, so I was like, not playing through that right now. Yeah. And then I'm gonna drop. I'm probably gonna drop Hogwarts for fucking Ishin. So. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna do the same. I'm definitely gonna finish Legacy though, because this game is like one of those where I'm like, yeah, this is this is stellar because I. I'm gonna be very interested to see how this game like is talked about like at the end of the year. So yeah. is it gonna be like? Do you think this will be nominated? I mean, I think it will for for something. I don't know what yet. Um, maybe like. Do you think it will get in the game of the year conversation at all? I, I think it could honestly. Sorry, what game? Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Oh, because like based on like how and the industry is talking about it, it's and, like, true. The controversy, but like, we, you got to know that I think that Starfield's gonna be breaking some records. On Twitch, I hope. Yeah, dude. at least Twitch and probably in sales because it's Bethesda. But. I hope so because like this, like this is like a needed win from Bethesda. Because if if you want to ask people like realistically, their last like great game was Skyrim. Yeah, Fallout Four I really like, but like I even lo- then, I, I love Fallout Four. But I, definitely Skyrim's better. I I, lo- I love Fallout Four, but like when you ask Fallout fans, they're like, yeah, I like it, but compared to Three New Vegas, like they, there's this. Well, I also stuff. went from Four to New Vegas. <laughs> And there's some a lot of quality of life stuff from four that to me well, was four, hard to four go feels back like a, onto New Vegas. Four. four you can play as a shooter. New Vegas is very much you have to play as an RPG. You're not yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. But I'm just saying it was just hard. It yeah. was hard for me. Oh yeah, for sure. But I now you, you have a PC. Project New Vegas. Yeah, they oh. recreated New Vegas in Fallout 4's engine. Oh yeah, That's awesome. I was gonna say that or like you can just mod the shit out of New Vegas on your PC and just make it run good. Yeah, like, but um. I hope I hope Starfield does good, man. Like it's, yeah, it's yeah. one it's one of those games where like if especially because not just for Bethesda, but like this is also going to be Xbox's like big, like they're banking on this one for sure as their exclusive. So I mean, like, I it's, it's definitely going to be good, well. but I I hope that it's, I hope it breaks records. I hope yeah, it, I hope it, it breaks records. I hope it. it 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 disrupts our game of the year. You know. I want BJ, who isn't necessarily the biggest, necessarily the biggest Bethesda fan, to come out here and be like, "Shit, dude, this might be I, it." Like, like I am the biggest Bethesda fan, but only for Fallout and Doom, which fair. is not something that they well, even Doom really is make. id, and it's technically they, not they them. Publish it, I guess. Yeah. But Fallout is the good thing that they have. Period. I I wanna I would love to like because if if Starfield comes out, my 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 go- my dream would be when we do our game of the year conversations. And we can't immediately say what gets game of the year. That would be like the best where it's like we actually have to discuss it. Because like there's some years where you're like, well, clearly this one. Yeah. Like Elden Ring was like the clear one for all of us. Even though you didn't play it, it was like, yeah, it's Elden Ring. I want this year to be like, when we go, well, hey, yeah. what's your game I'm of the year? You're like, oh, fuck. He hates know. it. Yeah, I probably played it more than you've played Xenoblade, though. I mean, yeah, no doubt. That's true. Which is, I'm take that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I beat Elden Ring. Okay. I've also played. I've still played more Xenoblade than you in Dude, general. Speaking of new games, though, I've been playing <laughs> Boundary. It's awesome. So it's this. Uh, it's pretty much space. Col- well, maybe space. Say space siege. From what I saw of it, siege. Yeah, it's very like time to kill is very short, um, and it's very technical. <coughs> but I've been having such a good time. They have a mode just called Shuttlement 24-7, which is just a complete ripoff of Shipment. Shipment. In Call of Duty. Yeah. And um, so, but it's so much fun. It's 
I've been, you know, at first I was getting really frustrated, like only getting like 10 kills at most and then just getting completely wiped and then going to like the next day getting like MVP and 30 kills and and just learning how to flick and it's just I think it's making me a better like PC player at least in terms of like stuff I mean definitely if you're using like automatic weapons you have to like drag your mouse down as you're going and kind of figure out recoil recoil. patterns but it's so pretty and fun um and and, so it's pretty fun it's very fun, but it's also really pretty. It did look good. Again, I was watching it through a stream, but even still, yeah. I was like, damn, it actually kind of looks fire. It was yeah. one of those things where I'm like, I legitimately, when you were talking about it, I looked on the Xbox store and went, oh, he said PC only, fuck. And I, I was like, god dang it. Yeah. I'm hoping, though, if this does good enough that they get like a publishing deal to put it on console. Cause, like, I mean, I'm sure they will. Rainbow yeah. Six is on console. Call of Duty is on console. Like, I think if it's this game does well cool, enough. Because yeah. then the other maps are like... It's a space, like, three different space stations that are all, like, taken apart. And you gotta, like, defend points and other stuff. And when I played it, there were, I only, like, got... <laughs> there were only, like, three people in the lobby. Like, two on my team and one one on the other. And it was it was pretty boring. And then I went to Shuttlement, and that's where all everyone was playing. This is close quarters. Um, but the demo, I think, is, like, ending soon. I, I wasn't able to, to play it at all when I got home. I think the... the, the the demo's ending, so I feel like it's going to be coming out in like a month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely on my, my watch list. There's another game that came out that I, I, I'm i interested in, but I don't know if I'd be interested in playing by myself, but it's called Wanted Dead. And it's like a almost like Left for Dead, Back for Blood kind of style game, but developed by the guys who did Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive. And I saw the trailers, and it's like, yeah, it's got that like almost like colorful post-apocalyptic vibe yeah. like all the characters are wearing bright colors well, like it's like sword play and gunplay and shit and i'm like i don't know it seems fun but at the same time i'm like I, it's, it's hard IP, because new, like, like in like that. that same genre dark tide yeah 40k dark tide is like one of the pr- like recently one of the prettiest like visually appealing games i've played recently Yet it's just that kind of type of game that I'm just not into, and it makes me a little sad. Like I kind of, I think it's just that game has to be one you have to play with friends. If you don't have friends to play it with, you're just gonna be get bored. Cause yeah, like, the part of what made Left 4 Dead special was like I can goof off. Well, like, it's also it's also like okay, to we're gonna be doing it's. I mean, it's, it's Vermintide, you know, but now in the 40k universe, and. And it's also, like, there's not too much of a story. It's like, okay, we're dropping you into this, like, this this area. You have to do these missions, and then you have to clear out. And then you rank up your guns, you can get new weapons, and that's it. It's not, like, a larger story, at least to my understanding. And I, so, to me, it's like I want to play for something bigger. I, I wish it was. I mean, that's why I want, like, a, some, some company to do, like, a badass Astartes, Space Marines, like single player first person shooter game that we that are getting deals. that action game, right? The third we are. It looks shooter, it right? looks incredible, but it, it's more of a it's third person and it's. Um, I was saying it's like it's a, it's like a gears kind of cover yes. shooter, right? Y- yeah, but you're also dealing with like hordes and stuff, okay. so you're swiping through hordes of t- uh, tyranids and stuff like that, and. But, you know, and then I recently, going to bed, I've been listening to more Luton, Lupin09, who does, like, is pretty much Warhammer's, like, biggest... Um, like, lore guy? Lore guy. And it's just so... 
so amazing. There was one night I was, uh, I, 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 so I've been going to the gym a lot recently, and one of the things that I was listening to the past two times is because I was like, I need something to just like focus on, so I'm not focusing on how fucking awful this shit feels on my arms. I was listening to a Bloodborne, like, just the whole fucking world and lore. Yeah. It's just like a six hour video. And uh-huh. it's, it's got me through two workouts and I'm like, all right, I still got, probably got two more workouts left in me in, in this video. And I'm like, but it's still, I'm like, I'm sitting there like, like lifting weights and going like, Oh fuck squid people. What the fuck? What? Werewolves? What's going What the fuck? And this dude's like talking about it. Like it's like, like a Bible. Like I feel like I'm in a church. Like, is it that guy on YouTube that has like the slight accent and he always talks in like a slight whisper? Yep. Yeah. That shit's great. <laughs> I get drawn into those so easily. Well, like, that's the thing that, like, it's why I like the Christian documentary. It's like, if you get a specific voice, you can hook me into, like, whatever you're saying. Cause, it's like, true. Because, like, the Christian documentary, like, Geno Samuel's voice is perfect for that. If it was, like, any of us just reading on a piece of paper, it wouldn't have worked. Couldn't do it. I'd Gen- say, um, too many times. I'd yeah, stumble like, on my words. G- like, well, in- and even if we didn't do that. Rest of the wild. <laughs> I mean, you you know he's going to have some. Mercury. You know yeah, he's you know he's gonna have some good outtakes. I mean, shit, the fucking outtake in the Super Mega Book is great. Apparently, there's a ton of them that you can listen to on the Patreon, like I, all of his outtakes reading the book. I want to get the Patreon for that. Yeah, me too. They uh, they're already talking about doing the the second one, the Adventure so Book I'm, Number Two. Hell yep. yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, you guys Luke, wanna... I, did I tell you about um, some of the? Some of the peop- the connections I did for future guests. No, I think so. So Rafe, uh, to talk about Berserk is in. I want to maybe even do that next week. Um, me and BJ will have to read 50 chapters, but that's nothing. Um, but the other person is a girl that's a, a family friend. Um, she's big on Twitch. She has like 2,000 followers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And she does like art streams, but she used to do cooking streams. And I thought, just having on the podcast, getting a girl in there, you know, some girl power and stuff like that. But we save it for International Women's Day. Right that past. We uh, we we have her get us a list of like things to get from the store. We get them, and then she walks us through like a really crazy recipe. We record it, um, and she's live on Discord walking us through, and that could be a chaotic, funny video. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Speaking, by the way, speaking of chapters, uh, BJ, have you read the Chainsaw Man chapter today? Yeah, it made me really sad. I was so upset. God dang it. Really? But hey, more Femcell awesome. <laughs> just, yeah. he, he obviously, like, it's, who fucking cares? I didn't even like him anyway. It's just, whatever. And then here comes a uh, fucking uh, other high school dude. How saying, big is that dick boy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? That meme is so widespread now. <laughs> what is this? There, there's just, a, just explain it. There's a, a chapter in, in Chainsaw Man where. Well, the most recent one. Well, no, no. Uh, uh, like a previous one where. Also, Asa and Yoru, the war devil who controls her. Uh, Do you remember she, that kid that showed up during the assassin arc that was like, fuck this shit, I gotta go to school? Yeah. That, that guy goes to their school. Okay. Yeah, he's a main character in this arc now. But uh, there's a point where Yoru takes control of Asa's body because she's the war devil, She whatever. And she, go, she goes, hey, do you want to go on a date with me? And he goes, no. And, and, and then she does like a shocked, like the lines are peeling away panel where it's like, <gasps> and, uh, and that got mean by her going, how big that dick boy. And he's like three inches. Leave me alone. <laughs> and then now he's shown back up after, uh, Nayuda fucking ruins Denji's, uh, time. She cock blocks Denji. Who's Denji trying to get with the, 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 the main chick. Asa, yeah. Oh, okay. But, um, 
how did you like Nayuda? I like her a lot so far. Bro, it so this is what got me is this is literally if Makima had met Dinji earlier and just all of Dinji's mannerisms and, and attitude rubbed off on her. It's literally the control devil who acts like Dinji. She basically like she turns Asa into like the mind of a dog and she's like she's she's spitting all over my property. She continues like calling Dinji her property and she's like, I'll turn her back on two conditions. One, I get to eat ice cream every day. <laughs> and then Dingy's like sitting there and he thinks about it and he's like, only if I can have some too. <laughs> it's really cute. Bro, did you see in the previous chapter, there was a, a poster that says farting uh, championship or whatever. No. And Nayuda has more points than Dingy. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> but then she goes, and number two, you can never talk to this girl again. Like, and so she is being the control. And the thing, what I like though, is that. So she's like making her contract. Kinda. Kinda. The thing what gets me though is she said something that made Denji pause and go, huh? And she goes, Denji, every woman in your life has tried to kill you. What makes her any different? And Denji even goes, huh? <laughs> like, he thought about it. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. He kind of right though. Yeah, but. And so I'm, I, but I'm still Tara sad. Was okay. I'm still sad because I'm like she did try to kill him. Yeah, but yeah. Afterwards, it got better. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Every woman that he's like, like except Himeno, but she tried to molest him. I mean, she she was considering killing him. That is true. In the hotel, so yeah. every woman, Kobeni was ready to kill him. Yeah. Every woman except Asa. Yori wants her to kill him probably, yeah. but Asa's kind of like cool with it. I want man. I I now it's a love triangle, and I'm just like, God dang it. I don't think it's this a is, love triangle. I no. think he's using her. To, no, this like, is for sure. Dingy. This is for sure going to be a love trial because for whatever well, maybe reason, from her point of view. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, like this is literally a like shojo romance manga. Only in Asa and Yoru's point of view. Everyone else, Asa truly is autistic. <laughs> by the way, she's a fem cell. She is absolutely an incel who's a female. Oh. So she, yeah, she is absolutely a like. Um, like whatever. I didn't like you anyway, type person. Because all I know, I had feelings for you when we were on that little date, and I had a great time. But that was just hormones. Yeah, like she is an absolute like. Yeah, she's for sure autistic, absolutely. But I, I love, I love Yoru being the straight man of this. Just going like when she rants that all those speech rolls, and Yoru just goes, huh? Yoru's just like maybe he just wasn't that into you. <laughs> yeah, literally, she's she's like. Dingy's late, and Yoru's like, "Well, I guess he wasn't into you." And the whole page is just all awesome. Her going, rationalizing, yeah, like it's it's so good. I'm I'm hype, and now hey, we're back on a weekly schedule, so it's back to God. next week. We're getting one, not two weeks. Hell yes! Anyway, two what's weeks. On, what's Berserk on now? I don't know. It's not, not an official one. I'm, unless Dark Horse has one, because they're the ones who put it out. I don't know. Which is really Mira weird. was never on a schedule. I don't think. I, I know, don't blame him. I was gonna say I know it's um, amazing. Yeah, take me like yeah. I was gonna say months. how like but when did Berserk start? Was like the nineties, right? Or because um, it's old. Let me look. Like Berserk started. I old. want Millie. Kind of. She talks about like we had her over for the Super Bowl, and she was talking about how uh, and was it Sunday night? Oh, that was Super Bowl. Oh, Super Bowl. Um, and she was talking about that she listened to all her podcasts, and which was made me really happy and that she list actually listens all, all the way through but that there's like stuff we talk about that she gets her interested in other stuff um especially well yeah and i was like man I, it'd be really cool if she like read berserk because i want everyone to read berserk so i can talk to them all about it 
But I don't Berserk know if started if in Millie 1989. Could, oh, Jesus, I don't know if Millie could handle Berserk. <laughs> yeah, she couldn't handle Little Hope. The Speaking of, so we've been we've been turning through the uh, the Dark Pictures games, and it's awesome. It's so much fun. It's a great group activity. But this last this last one, like I thought, Man from Madon or Man of Madon was like turned up the scares. Which one's the submarine one? Is that Man of Madon? It's uh, a one. It's a battleship. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, Matt did this thing that only ten percent of players have ever done. In the it first, wasn't ten. It, I got my, it was mine, like eight, eight. point <coughs> eight point nine or something like that. And uh, he basically just saved one of the characters, and they were out for the rest right of off the, the game. Bat. And it was the fucking in guy the that played act. Iceman, who has the best scares in the whole game. Oh, so he just wasn't in the game. Yeah, and we just did everything perfectly. So everything just went completely smoothly <laughs> in the whole thing. Seriously, so you're all just kind of going, wow. Uh, well, I guess we're done. <laughs> like, it was crazy, because then we, we were like, it was over really fast. And we also just must have played the rest of the game perfectly. I mean, we did. We have saved you, have you thought to go back just to be like, let me, let me, I want to see. We some watched some videos okay. um, and it's crazy. All the other stuff we would have gotten. Um, but it was, it was genuinely really short. We were like, I was like, there's no way it's over, but it was. And, so uh, but then it was crazy, it. but it kind of wasn't the perfect run because in the very end, are oh, you fucked up? Some of the, the guy who, who we saved, they leave on the boat. They leave, they get off the boat with, uh, on their original boat, but it, he comes back. With he the comes Coast back. Guard. He comes back manning the fifty cal on the front of the Coast Guard's like, sh- like a uh, boat, and then is the first one to hop on. No one's behind him. No one's like, "Hey, we're the Coast Guard. Let us take care of this." Also, like, <laughs> the, yeah, nothing like that. Only one person, and like, you know, if they're like. You know, none of it's realistic, but and then he gets on and goes into the ship, and it's kind of implied that he like goes, goes insane, to his, yeah, or goes to his doom essentially. But like the, the reason that we got that ending was because we did that first bit perfectly, and then we did getting the cat back perfectly. And then the, apparently, though, what you were supposed to do is in the very last section, you have to get this distributor cap, which is the whole point of the, like the whole. The whole thing is get the distributor back, distributor cap back, so we can get on the boat and get out of here. Is it's cover? It's on a dead body that's full of these rats, and you're supposed to, if you just, you're supposed to miss a QTE, essentially. Oh, you like you have to miss. Yes, and then and then you then then the body falls down a hole with the distributor cap, and then you're stuck on the boat, and then the brother comes and rescue you, rescues you, and then you all get off with the brother. That's how it's supposed to go, which is so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. And then at the same time, like on their boat, they had a radar system. And you think, okay, if boats have radar, you don't see the Coast Guard boat coming and immediately go to the first boat that you like see on the radar. And the Coast Guard doesn't have like and the radio wasn't broken. He just unplugged the microphone. Yeah. Uh, It's yeah, it's a little. You don't need to distribute your cap for those things. Yeah, it's a little... Yeah, but anyways, we did that. But Little Hope immediately was scary. Like, this one is undoubtedly supernatural. Uh, Which I'm really excited for. Because it's not like... It's not zombies. It's It's not not a physical thing that you can attack back. It's fucking like spirits are fucking with you. I don't know. We're talking like poltergeist level shit. Well, I don't know. Because they show the monster. And it's not like... I don't know if it's like a demon 
or if it's actually like an alien. Because the body that that thing showed coming out of the bushes looking at them was terrifying. Also, this one, it's like they wanted it to be a Silent Hill game, but they couldn't get the name Silent Hill. Oh, a hundred... A hundred percent. That that's actually good. That's great. It's for me. so I'm getting chills. Just it's, like even the lore of the town and like the whole Puritan shit that's going on is very like oh, it's in so canon sorry. Silent Hill. I mean, immediately BJ and I were like, they're they're in uh, um, what's the in between before li- life and death? Purgatory. Uh, purgatory. Yeah, they're in Purgatory, which is you know Silent Hill. But I even it, the sign that says "Welcome to Little Hope" looks exactly like the "Welcome to Silent Hill." Cl- clearly, they were like, "We really love Silent Hill too." Yeah. But it's got to be like reincarnation, something. Yeah, like multiple lives, be- kind especially of thing. because like you see these same people in different times, and they all have the first same the first their first letter of their name is all the same. So you know you have like. Megan, Eli, and Mary, to Ethan, to you have Elazar, like Angela, Angela, and Taylor. Oh, yeah, damn, that's actually cool. So yeah. it's we're gonna play some night, but it is so scary. And it's awesome. <laughs> it's been. I think this is shaping up to be my favorite one so far. Yeah, even including Until Dawn. Like, because I've definitely thought about it. Yeah, Until Dawn. I, the quarry, I know a little bit more. I actually haven't seen the monster from the quarry, um, but the only thing that that I remember from the quarry. Because uh, I didn't play it like all the way, I was just like, "Oh, this is cool." Is the fucking peanut butter pop like the two doofuses just like? Yeah. Because I keep seeing that on TikTok. I mean, it's very, everywhere. it's so similar with like the quarry with like having a couple and then some love interests and some other stuff. The um, Detective Pikachu guys in there. Yeah. So, Wait, which one? The, the black guy from. Bet- oh, Detective- the really? Yeah. The protagonist. I, I knew I knew a uh, Brenda Song from Sweet Life. Yeah, she's on in there. there. Um, there's a, apparently there's some other like B-listers. The guy from uh, Scream, Dewey, oh, is nice. in there. Yeah, there, there's Hell a couple yeah. other B-listers. Um, so it's cool. I'm definitely looking forward to that because that's going to be like a, a long playthrough. That kind of that quarry. See, I love because we can probably play that one with me like in a Discord because that one is multiplayer. Yeah. So I'd I'd love to get on that one because yeah, the whole I mean, like different controllers just thing. On nights that we have off. That that would be a fun one. Yeah, I'd be super down for that. Cool. Uh, one more thing, really, that I want to talk about before we get into like a main topic. Have y'all? Did y'all see any of the Super Bowl trailers? Like full trailers? I didn't just... watch the Super Bowl. Tra- yeah, <coughs> yeah, I did. We could talk about. Did y'all see the Flash? No. Oh, yeah, I did, but that wasn't what I was excited. Oh, yes, yes, there is. The only reason I like the Flash is because of Michael Keaton. So, I'm a huge fan of the specific story they are putting out, which, which... is Flashpoint. Which, what is Flashpoint? So about? the point of Flashpoint is, is Barry he like breaks the universe. He goes back in time to save his mom from dying, and in doing so, it fucks up the timeline so bad. Multiverse of madness, pretty much. But uh, it fucks up the timeline so bad that uh, Bruce Wayne dies in the alley instead of his parents. So it's Thomas Wayne Batman instead of, and that's the thing. And his mom's the Joker because she went insane from the death of their no son. No way. Yeah. Um, it's badass. It's dude. awesome. Like Flashpoint There's is an great. animated movie of it. You got it's see really it. good. Really? Is yes, it, is it by just the same people that do all of the. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, for the yeah. most part. Now that, that was before they like. What studio does all of those? Animation? They just have an animation studio. department. Oh, okay. It's like yeah, and they just hire different directors, different people every yeah. time. Okay, but they're always it, like pretty good. good. Like I'd say like eight, at, like they're, seven and a half to eight out of ten, like just consistent. Their plus. new, their new line. That started with Man of Tomorrow and just recently put out like a because that's Justice all the Society. same thing that does like Killing Joke and like 
which we don't have to talk about the first half of that one. Yeah. But uh, they did Under the Red Hood. They did Hush. They did uh, All Star Superman. Superman. My favorite one was the uh, what's the the edgy Batman with the really pointy ears. The younger one. That's my favorite one. The red. That's my favorite. Under the Red Hood. No, it's. So with the edgy one with the pointy ears, fucking. Yeah, you mean Bat- all of them? Yeah, I was no, gonna say I what? Meant, like the younger Batman, Damien, his no. son. Who? It might be under the red hood. He doesn't have a, it, the ears. He just has the red helmet. Batman Beyond. Does it say Batman Beyond? No. That's the young Batman. <laughs> but um, it might be Batman Beyond because uh, he has like the a black red body suit. He has the yeah, and he has the yeah. red logo. Yeah. So that those are actually different. Yeah, studios. this yeah 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 this one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I love that one. Dude, I fuck with that Batman Beyond. I, yes. Did, so apparently there were rumors that uh, Michael Keaton, the original reason he was going to come back was to do a Batman Beyond movie as him as old Bruce Wayne and get, I think it was Steven Yoon as... Uh, oh my God, as, yeah. that would have been so fucking Dude, good. And I'm saying, look, now that you've said we can do Elseworld stories, fucking make this movie. Please, dear God. Dude, the only, Batman Beyond The only be other Super Bowl trailer I liked, though, was the one with Zach Braff. And uh, I don't know JD and Turk from Scrubs, and uh, who was the other guy? John Travolta doing Grease yeah. is for like I don't know like Cricket Wireless or something. I uh, they even though it was a couple days before the Super Bowl, Fast and Furious has their tenth their tenth movie trailer. That was one I was gonna say. This apparently they're bringing it back to driving. And well, they racing. have a race in it. That's they're bringing that's, it back to racing and driving. Fast and Furious. Jason Dom Momoa has to fight Thanos with his nano machines. Jason the, Momoa. Did you see? Like, you see the trailer? Yeah. Like, yeah. So. They are they are taking Fast Five with mm-hmm. the bank heist, the bank vault thing, and making that Jason Momoa's character. So the villain of Five is Jason Momoa's dad, and Jason. Then they're and they're now digitally adding Jason Momoa into scenes in Five. So like when they knock the car off the 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 the, the bridge with the safe, and like the dad dies because it smashed in the car. They now added Jason Momoa falling out of the car into the water, so he can get revenge on Dom. So yeah, that that's their big thing is they have they now retroactively rewriting the old movies to make it's which, ridiculous. which they've to, they've done to that. Watch that movie like with some substances in us. You oh know? for sure, that's the only way to watch Fast and Furious is get a little tipsy or something. Yeah, not so as long as they don't get fucking get touch goofy. Tokyo Drift. Well, the only well, thing Han's in it, so I'm happy. Yeah, but that's, that's the thing is and th- the that other guy's back Statham. now too, isn't he? Statham. No, no. the main character, the main from guy Brian? from no. So he's in flashbacks in this not one. Bri- not Brian. Not Brian. Uh, the fucking guy from Tokyo Drift. Main character. Oh, he's Luke. Yeah, Lucas Black or whatever his name is in the. Fucking it is. It is Lucas. Well, Lucas Black. Black is the actor. I know. Uh, what's Close his name? To your name. That. Yeah. No, I started calling myself Lucas Black, and then I watched Tokyo Drift for the first time, and I went, "Am I the and one you copying went, him, or is he?" You, and then you went Wabaki. Wabaki. <laughs> that. Well, the thing is, so what I like about Tokyo Drift, and it's rewatching it, especially if you watch the movies in chronological order. Realizing that Tokyo Drift happens during seven. Nice ride. <laughs> yeah, and seven is actually back in time to two thousand and three. I hate that. I hate. Well, that. no, no. They and pushed. Also, they I hate pushed. That, uh, I hate yeah, when... they can say that all they want, but it's fucking two thousand. <laughs> I also hate that like Han shows up to the family cookout and he's like, he just nods at him. I'd be like, oh, they. Sh- You're alive. How the fuck are you alive? You're you alive, and you like, I don't know, start crying and hug him. I saw you explode. <laughs> like, what I what I loved about about how they handled the, Tokyo Drift was that where they're like, oh yeah, Han. There's some real emotion in there. Like, yeah. get up, cry, hug him, be like sobbing like a baby, saying like, we're not. I'm gonna grab food, and then you and me are gonna go like. We're talk. gonna talk over here. We're gonna talk over here. Well, didn't they? Didn't they hug at least or no? 
whooped and they're not even no, no, they no, just, the they initial just do the nod thing, and then the movie yeah, ends, I think. Yeah, the yeah. initial thing is he just goes like Yeah, but like it's so t- I see you lived. <laughs> it's so awful. I there's one thing I liked about Tokyo, because uh, like the one thing about Tokyo Drift, right? And then you have more movies in this, in this uh, saga, is you're like, oh, Han died in three, but then they go, but we really like him, so no, let's no, just no, keep no, adding we him. We really like him. Everybody, all the viewers. Well, no, that's what I mean. Han. Is like we really like him, so they bring him back. They're like, well, okay, so four is before three, but so I is mean, five. It makes so it is makes six. Sense <laughs> to be honest, that he like. Like was just trying like to get away and he needed a, an out. But after like, Giselle's death, I would have been like, "Yeah, I'm going to Tokyo. Fuck this yeah. shit." If I had to cast a Yakuza <laughs> four movie, the guy that plays Han would 100 percent be Yakuza. What? Who is the girl yeah. that he was into that dies? Gal Gadot is Gal Gadot Wonder- is his baby. By the but way, she dies. so I, re- I rewatched I rewatched I five just because I was like, all right, I want to rewatch it just to remember. She man, she put on a lot more weight for Wonder Woman because she is skinny as fuck in Fast Five. Well, because she had to be similar to Mia. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I know what you mean. But like, there, there was a like, I was like, and then Damn. the other girl who's like, Dom's she, girl to me, had to she be looks like better the, now. The buff one. Anyways, let's say, hey, I'd be down to watch that that whole series with somebody. Like, I like, we, st- we started one. trying to do that. Yeah. One night, it was like three in the morning when we fi- I finally like, fell asleep on the couch. It's like I gotta go to bed. I would love to like actually like just, like just throw on Fast One and just go through each one till before ten comes out. Because like Too both. Fast Too Furious, I think is that's the one that I have the most. Well, yeah. that, other that, than that and Tokyo Drift are the two that I have the most nostalgia for, specifically because I love Suki. Oh yeah, Too, too uh, Fast. So too many f- of those funk remixes. <laughs> yeah, Too Fast Too Furious is is like. A Star Wars prequel trilogy thing where it's like, like it's like Attack of the Clones for me, where it's like objectively it's a shit movie. Oh yeah, they're but all terrible. But it Luda, is really, Luda, it is really ludicrous. Is in in Too Fast Too yeah. Furious. That's, that that's another great point that that movie has is the yes. fucking ludicrous no, soundtrack. That's, that's yeah. also it's also the most hood Paul Rocker has ever sounded. This uh, man literally, this man literally said to Tyrese like. Tyrese is like, hey, what happened back then? He's like, forget I don't want, I don't forget want. about He's it. He's like, drop it. I don't want to talk about it. No, drop it. Hell, I want to hear. It. I said, forget about it, cuh. And I, bro, the first time and I the saw Tyrese that, was like, I lost okay. my shit. Yeah, 100%. That line, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And then Eva Mendez is the main love interest in there, which I didn't realize this until I saw like a couple scenes. She's like in only pajamas the whole movie. Like, she's just like. Like if you actually look at what she's wearing, it's all comfy linen. Is that like, the one where where he's driving with yeah. her and then he's looking? He's just he's look- looking at her and then he and, then he and then they get fucking t-boned by eighteen <laughs> wheeler because that's exactly what would happen. And the car blows and then, up. And then Tyrese does like he did the stay and drive thing, huh? He got that from me. That's right. See that movie's so quotable, it's but so it's not good. good. Like I, it's not a good it's movie, so good. but it's so entertaining. It's so I, I think it's better than some of the later ones. Yes. Then, I would. I then, think then having the 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 charger with with the jet engine, and then he jumps and uses that to block the missile coming out of the submarine. Wh- who is writing these? It's re- like fucking the, Vin Diesel's <laughs> writing yeah. these. Expendables has better plot lines. Look, the point. Expendables the, all the way. Expendables up in, makes sense. At well, least. Yeah. Well, at, at some point, so Fast Five was. In Expendables my, are. An amazing watch. I actually really like the first like two of those. Was was was. I mean, all one, the rest which, are which ridiculous. One, which one had a so fun? Which one had Norris? Was that three or is that two? Chuck I think Norris. that's because Chuck Norris shows up and does the Chuck, it's the Chuck Norris memes of like I mean, he's he, shrugging off bullets and just like being a complete bat. Like like I mean, all of them. Their whole thing is they're like 
all get to just be insane bad. I mean, who is it? So you get it's, it's Stallone. Sylvester, like he's he's the lead Stallone, of all of them. Dolph Lundgren's in there. Jason Statham. Uh, was, I mean, they're all uh, Antonio Banderas is in one of I think in either a couple. Yeah, of them, they yeah. just get. <laughs> I just love the idea of it, and it makes sense. They're like. Let's just let's just do a crazy movie where we just get all action here. Let's get the guys that nobody can understand and make an action. <laughs> Did you see that? Because uh, Fast Eleven is supposed to be the is last it, movie. Isn't Arnold in them uh, we'll too? Yeah, I think he's so, gotta yeah. be. No, did y'all see? He's, he's the original action hero. Yeah, yep. of course he is. He's like well, the that's goat. That's the movie. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, apparently, uh, Vin Diesel wants uh, to get Robert Downey Jr. as the villain for Eleven, because their villain they have is just some genius tech billionaire who really likes AI and self-driving cars. It's just Iron. He Man. literally just wants to have Iron Man, and he's like, "Well, Robert Downey Jr. already played him, so let's just get him back in." We wanted to use Iron Man, but we couldn't get the rights to Iron Man. So we're going to use Iron Man. You think we're going to get Iron Man back as him being in a suit, an AI in a suit? Maybe. I think so at some didn't, point. Didn't, uh, I mean, it, he's got, like, being Iron Man, he's got to put himself as a, as a Jarvis. Well, Riri, Riri, also, Riri I love Williams that, that a, hero, you know, that hero, that he has heroes, um, AI, in the, in the, but he doesn't choose oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. To, uh, what's his last name? Uh, his brother's name's Tadashi, isn't that the yeah, one? Yeah, it's that's... the Tadashi. Um, yeah. That was originally a Marvel property. Yeah, which is Big Hero Six is, is completely okay. different now. Yeah, no, like the if you actually look at the OG Big Hero Six comics, they're like nothing what you saw there, and they made it a really Big good Hero movie. Six was such a good movie. It's so good. I, I it thought sucks it was a that perfect... the only canon like sequel to that. Well, show. at least for a while, was fucking. Also, Kingdom you got Hearts the, the hottest, thickest Pixar I am. Like mom of all time, that aunt. Aunt Cass smash. could get the shit out of that aunt. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, today's main topic: we were going to talk about our favorite romances in video games. An hour into it, yeah. Because Sorry, people. This is, this is what it's about. This was our Valentine's Day. This is what it's about. If you're still listening, thank, thank you. you. If it's all, it's all about love. We're talking about the things that we love. So shut the fuck up and listen to what we have to say, you stupid motherfucker. Nice, nice. So nice I think <laughs> at least as a kid, I once we start, I started getting like romance. Like obviously in Skyrim, you know, I kind of like got hard the fact that I got to, you know, like seduce a woman and marry her. And now you get much harder at Skyrim. <laughs> those mods you be using. <laughs> that shit was you, so I, I literally haven't touched it since those mods. Uh huh. <laughs> and I bought and I bought like the you know the thirty dollar yeah legendary edition, but. I mean, I think it because you know, to, to life is to you know, like to be loved, and then I think it is such a pivotal, you know, not pivotal. It's just such an important part of our our daily lives. You know, me having a wife and you know a partner and and stuff like that is, is such an important part. I think it's very important that games depict that, and it's interesting in games where the point of a lot of a big point of the game is not only to experience a story, but for some of these, it's to add to that story, like to be able to make choices. And when those choices have the ability for for love and includes, you know, that it, it's interesting. You know, you, it's you're not playing because these are including games like Call of Duty. You know, where you're just getting out your angst. You know, you know, three sixty Lincoln Park, three sixty no scope and eating Doritos, nachos. You know, nacho Doritos. And uh, I just I think it's I think it's cool when games do that, you know. 
Um, but the, it's hard when when they're when it's like too scripted. I mean, the game that I and I I guess I can just jump into it. The game that I immediately go to, and it's you guys could probably guess that it's going to be Witcher. Witcher. Yeah, it's but but it's got to be because I've read the books though. 100% because I understand the relationship between... It, it really pushes that, like, even if you, if you ever replay Witcher 3, you cannot pick Triss. It's like, true. It's, it's well, because where you're like, you think of longevity, good. and you think of... Because I've been thinking about this kind of towards the, you know, half of my day, I've been thinking about this. Um, that, that in the end, Yennefer, like, as much as the kind of toxic relationship they have in the beginning... Um, he she treats him like in the most respectful way, even though it's a lot of times really disrespectful because you know she'll leave, she'll like, you know, like lead him on and stuff like that. And then he's sleeping around all the time too. Like it's, it's yeah, it's true. definitely not like a healthy relationship necessarily. But... but in the end, she treats him in the in the best way, like because in the end, she gives him the respect that he deserves, and he treats her with that same respect of of them both being these like powerful people in the universe but also really like damaged people you know especially in the end because you if you read through the books and stuff like that and understand not even the books they kind of highlight it but you don't really understand like Geralt and witchers growing up is witchers really only like fuck whores they don't really get married because of what witchers are you know they don't they can well, die they can, any. They can't. They can die any day. They can't really but, have kids. It's like they're 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 just this like. And they're also seen as emotionless, and they and they definitely put on that persona because in going into a job, you know, you can't be like, go to a village where like the my mommy died, and you can't you can't be you have to be emotionless in those things. Your your job is to kill demons, but also be able to make money, and and it's 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 kind of just a dark a dark age for a lot of people. And so, you know, for me, yeah, at my first playthrough, I obviously was like, redhead. You think with your dick and it's Triss. It's and then Triss. you actually think with your heart and it's Yennefer. It's Yennefer. Um, <coughs> yeah, and it, it definitely is. I mean, and and she does love you, but it, she is also, it's it's so interesting getting into, like, the complexities of who people are about, like, understanding that she is just, I mean, it probably more. I'd, like, I'd be very interested to see what you think about all this when you play one and two because yeah. one's getting the full remaster treatment, yeah. and two is available in most places. Mm -hmm. And one and two is like it's Triss because that's only like she's the only person there for Geralt's who like he like who knows him from his past life, and so you get all that. Then three, I feel like when you read the books, play Dude, the game, and then though, you get to three. I, to be honest, though, even though they they give you just like a side quest where you can bang her, Kira Metz is actually. A vile it, in like the books, she comes up and she's like actually like into Geralt, and so that. Did you play Heart of Stone with Shanny? No, I didn't. So, well, I'm I'm playing fun. Blood and Wine first. Well, Heart of Stone you should do first because that is literally the the first DLC, and then it was like because oh, really? Blood and Wine is the epilogue. Once oh. that ends, you're done. Heart of Stone is well, just I'm like, it's, it's another in, set of right missions. now. And I guess I could go back to no, uh, I mean you just you can Nova finish it. The thing is, Blood and Wine is going to be fun because you get, like, more content with whoever you picked. So, like, if you picked Yennefer, she shows up and really? you can talk to her. And, oh, I like, love there's that. there's more stuff. Yeah. Well, because the whole point of Blood and Wine is literally to wrap up Geralt's story so that he can go off and live somewhere else. Live in a cottage, have Yennefer, you know, <coughs> treat some sickly people in the village, and then just 
like ba- he bathe he, all day. He's so <laughs> and bang all day. He's so tired of the Witcher lifestyle. It's and that's and what's so refreshing about Geralt is that he he strays from and I and it's definitely, I mean, the whole you could say just the Witcher series and and the universe revolves around fate. I mean that's they they break it into like after other than the first book, um the second book they kind of just immediately are like fate, and and if if you and if you know like it's it's all up to fate like if you are meant to like be series protector like it's all it's all yeah up to fate and and you realize that like that <coughs> yeah it's, it's just it's so interesting like in that world but that Geralt then threw him diverging from like general like witchering and and you get especially in like three when you or i i again i've only had the context of three but when you meet like the other witchers that are his friends and they're all kind of like Geralt, what are you doing this is this is ridiculous like you know, even when he brings siri they're like what are you doing this is so not us this is not what we do even even at that point um what's his the guy who trains us vesemir is kind of like what are you doing well, and that's the thing. I think that's what kind and of And then Vesemir it. gets drawn in. Oh yeah, and now he's now he's grand, grandpa. Now I have Vesemir. emotionist. Yeah, I, that's what I loved about the series storyline and like reading the books, then replaying three. It was like, yeah, I care again because mm-hmm. like these characters mean more to me now. And like when I actually was playing three, because I did two then three, so I could oh. get a little more context. Yeah, still haven't played one because it's PC only, and I don't have anything to run it. Yeah, um, but I remember just being like fuck dude like i care about yennefer i care about siri like i want the family together and like i want them i want i want to i want to have i like i literally was like playing three knowing how to end up like i just want everybody to go to carmoran we can live in the fucking this tower siri trains she lives there well, it's so interesting because in during the books like <laughs> yennefer shows up bangs Geralt, and then is like peace out or like she like he she's in this town with Geralt, and then she like goes and does other stuff and he's kind of suspect of something so then he goes to visit like the wizard there and she, he's like yeah yennefer loves me and she's gonna pick me over you and they fight and they finally be like we're gonna duel and and Geralt's like i'm gonna kill this guy like a hundred not like i'm like like no matter what, this guy's gonna die. Like he has stands no chance against me, and he doesn't show up to the to the duel. And instead, he's like, "Fuck Yennefer!" Like I'm not showing up because like if if she like actually wanted to be with me, she'll be with me. And then you know she just keeps on showing up, and then Siri just kind of like is what brings them together. I mean, his fate is you know, and it's so that's that's my the shout out for me for romance in a game is that I really felt those choices and, and, and wanted to just be there in the game with Geralt and Yennefer. I, I just like that. I like that relationship a lot. So that's my shout out. You want to go or should I? Uh, I've got a couple that I can talk about. <coughs> um, the best option optional romance that you can get for me is Chie in Persona 4. Let's fucking go. Um, like I've, I've already talked about this. I talked about it a lot in earlier episodes, but the first time I played Persona 4 was a time in my life where I really didn't have friends. So playing a game where you move to a new town and make friends was very impactful on me. Very and, therapeutic. Yeah, very much so. And <coughs> being able to like romance Chie and having it be so natural like you're just like indulging her and in her interest and learning more about her and then it kind of naturally evolves into a relationship i fucking love that she's a well-written character um she's a great party member to have 
I never took her out of my party in the game, obviously. Um, she stayed, to me, it was mine was Chie, Kanji, and Yukiko were the, th- the three. I, I basically just stuck to the first four that you get because <laughs> they were so overleveled by the time that I got Kanji or whatever. Because then you're like, because you, they're like underleveled and you'd have to level them up to get them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I like doing the dungeons in one night and then doing relationship shit the rest Dude, of the two weeks. No, that's the, my favorite thing about Persona 5. So you'll be playing Persona 5 and the whole point of like the time system is like, well, you, ha- you have to, your deadline is a certain day and that's when the plot will continue. And so I will ransack a whole palace in one day, beat the boss, do the whole thing. And then it's like, all right, well, now this guy is going to sit on his negative desires and question himself for a month. I'm going to go to the arcade with this girl for a bit. And it's like, I li- yeah, I did the same thing with Persona 4. I'm like, beat this bitch in like a day. So now all I have left to think about is, okay, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go read books to get my knowledge up. I'm going to go eat a burger to get my, my guts up. I'm going to spend the night here or I'm going to do this and that. And yeah, it just becomes a time, a time like simulator. Mm-hmm. But I, GA I, is great. Closer to the end of the game, I was like, maybe I don't have to do the dungeons now, in one night. Now, can you tell me more the about like, the other, happens. like the options? Cause yeah, there's, um, pretty much in four, you can romance every female in town. Pretty much. Uh, Yukiko, who is another party member, she's like the uh, the daughter of an inn owner. She's kind of like a quiet, like pretty, but also academic girl. Um, there's this one girl named Rise who is the canon option. She's uh, I don't like that just because apparently the canon option why is it is, canon? Because they're the because lovers in the arcana. Se- the sequel game. The sequel games, they reference having a relationship between oh, the two. Okay. It's like, yeah, it's like slightly hinted at. Okay. Not enough that you could immediately, like, it's it's subtle enough that you can be like, no, I'm still going to, like, headcanon my romance option, but it's like, if you if you romance Frise, it. it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, she's like a, uh, she's a, pop star. a very bubbly, like, pop idol kind of girl. Naoto is, is another one. Naoto is a really good one. She's solid. And she is like the... So her whole story arc is great because she is a, 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 a girl who wants to be a detective. But Japan's police scene is very misogynistic. So she pretends to be a boy so that she can be respected. And then when you when you learn all this about her, you actually like say... So like, like Mulan shit. Yeah. yeah. And then like my favorite thing about her is even if you don't romance her, you just like accept her because like you're all friends and you're like, hey, we whatever you want to do, we're cool with you. And you see her open up a lot more and like... Start dressing a little more femininely. The the one scene in, in that you can do, which is kind of fucked up, but also kind of not, but it's kind of sweet, is if you date her, there's a moment where you, where you can invite them over to your room for your romance option and she will come in wearing the female high school uniform which you've never seen in the whole game. Smash. Beca- because she won't, and yeah. And, and you, and you she, actually do have sex yes. canonically in Persona 3 and Really? 4. Yes. Yeah. It is like canonical that like, like the fade to black, like, and the characters are like, just for tonight, let me stay here. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Five, you don't smash. Five is like, we, we're too busy breaking the law to smash. Break the law. Break the, the law. Uh, there's the, uh, What's it called? The Velvet Room Girl, who's like a Sundere. Well, so golden. she's she's oh, oh yeah 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 okay I was about to say Margaret no but you can technically Margaret too but you just get a kiss out of that one yeah um yeah there there is Mary the Kendo team captain you get uh the student council president and then that like really rich uh like kind of brat lady yeah so yeah you have like a a lot of options and it's literally like pick what you want so you can like do whatever but. 
Yeah, Chie, Chie's best girl in Persona 4, for sure. I totally agree. And I don't know if it's... I've never been able to, like, figure this out, but the part where they go, all go on the ski trip, do they just automatically assign you going alone? It's whatever your romance. I think it's whatever. If you've romanced by that point, like you finish the romance, it's whoever you romanced. And I think it is with it's whoever you have the highest social link if you haven't romanced, I think. Okay, good. Cause I it, could be wrong. It gave me Chie for that, and I was like, it must know. So yeah, that if, was if also a really good scene. Persona Five does this now. If you if you date it where you romance multiple, because you can you can romance every girl and then get caught at the end. That's and then like the, that Witcher, kick your shit the, out. the yeah. Witcher Three thing where yep. they both Except, Chris and Yennefer invite you up to the to <laughs> take a bath together and then they tie you down on the bed. Oh, that that happened to me. And I was like, this is. I was so I was so disappointed. I was so You're ready for threesome oh, and you're just like, damn bro, it. I was like so ready. No, the I person Kira met, I banged everybody, you know. The persona one is the is arguably worse because if you romance all of them, it's Valentine's Day and they all show up to all the place having where you live yeah. and they all have a gift for you yeah. and they're all waiting and they're like, What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> so you have and like they canonically beat the shit out of you and like And your uncle's just like, You're on your own, dude. <laughs> No, what what gets me about that is in five you can romance technically like the girl like so your technical foster father's daughter I guess it's it's Ooh, weird that's weird yeah it's a little weird I'm gonna be honest Futaba's while it's technically two high schoolers it's still weird because like it's I don't know it's a weird power dynamic it's like a freshman senior thing not even she's like because your character's sixteen she's fifteen oh. Technically, the youngest one She's is just so short. I could never tell. The youngest one is the new girl. Well, this is weird. Like, how long have you oh, been yeah. with your foster dad? You're, well, by that point, at first he it's hates just you. It's been like a couple of months. Yeah, like it's oh, not. Like, okay, I but, thought it was. And like... you're just living there to like go to school in that city because you got kicked out of your old school. Oh, okay. I thought it was like no, no, no. You like, know, you were six and now no, you're no, no, fourteen. No, no. And yeah, he's had this daughter, and you plus just, like you like I mean, that's like some not even like a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it's because weird. it's foster. What it's are you a little doing, bro? steps that step incest it's it's still weird for sure but like i i i can't the thing with persona 5 to and we'll get back to chi in a bit because i want i want to talk about her persona 5 gave you the option romance fully like old adult women like 30 to 40 year old yeah (laughs) nice and well and here's the thing is again it's in japanese standards which is well it's not like so what i from what i can tell the age of consent is still 18 but they're like, it's like they treat it like weed here, where it's like if you get caught and you're 16, fucking with it, you're like, hey, you probably shouldn't be doing that. And they'll just like slap on the wrist, don't do it again situation. Interesting. Which is weird. But because that's like a, a thing there in Persona 5, because you're technically breaking the law because you're, you're, you're vigilantes, they let you romance adults. Which. It's great for me because when I played Persona 5, I didn't want to romance the high schoolers because I was like freshly 23 or whatever. Yeah. This game came out. I'm like, I don't want to romance 15 year olds. No, thank you. There's a literal dialogue option where your teacher says, I'm your teacher. This is wrong. And then (laughs) you can say, that's the best part. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. Now, here's here's my thing, though. You gave gave me all these women to romance, but but I couldn't romance Sai Nijima. I'm just saying. Why would I go for Makoto when the better models right there? You know what yeah. I mean? But uh, anyway, to Persona 4 specifically, Chie, there's something about Chie because like she she kind of has that vibe because she's the tomboy character, right? She's very much more into like, kung, like they make Yakuza jokes, by the way. Yeah. And like, like she's a huge fan of like 
what was what was the fuck? It was like Rising Dragon uh, three, and like she, she, they made a. I think there's a there's a reference to Dead Souls. Where it's like Rising Dragon of the Dead or whatever. Yeah. <coughs> she she's a like she loves like fucking Masayubo beef bowls or whatever the fuck they're called. Mm-hmm. Like she's just a great great character, and then her romance arc I think is the sweetest. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Um, I, every time I go back to that game, I'm definitely going to just still choose Chie. Um, but the other two that I have are totally just scripted romance kind of things. That's okay. Uh, as long as they're, you know, good romances. I think that's, I mean, like, cause for me, like one of the shout outs that I, like I wanted to like do is like in Uncharted 4 when Nathan Drake's wife shows up. God, that's so good. Dude. It's so good. Like you're like, yes, like it, like. Like, cause you're like, this is not just an action game where the, the hero gets to do whatever he wants with no consequences. Like his wife is like, what the fuck are you doing? Okay. You're here now. I'm going to be there for you. This is ridiculous. I love, I love like that. That's, sh- like that's, you know, so even though, you know, there's, there's no choices <laughs> to be made in that game. Yeah. It's still like a great representation of romance and, and I, like I love what too. a healthy relationship. And I mean, what he does is very not good. He just leaves and it's like, oh yeah, I'm on a trip. <laughs> I love um, how like she gets it because she knows Nathan. And then when she goes like, this is my brother, Sam. And yeah. she's still like, you should have told me. Uh, yes. But it's like, but I mean, she hundred percent has a right to be mad. Yeah. But, but like, she gets it. She's she like, gets it. And then she's there long and he's like, I'm going to support you and we're, I'm going to help you not die. Which, because you, honestly, like, I can't have you just die, you know. Yeah. If I like with Uncharted, for me, if it's my choice, I'm going Chloe every single day. What the fuck do you mean? But I remember playing Uncharted two, and and like when when like Chloe and Nate are kissing, I'm like, what the fuck? Where did Elena go? You two time bitch. And then Elena shows up, and I'm like, y'all better get back together. I swear yeah. to God. And then of course they do, and it's great. But yeah, no, dude, I. I agree with you on that one. I, I, Elena and, and Nate are great. Uh, they're really good. That's yeah. So that was yeah. So yeah, that sorry. was just a little side note on scripted romance. Or hundred percent in. The first one that I have is Phoenix Wright and Maya Faye. Um, that one is very good, like unspoken bond kind of thing, because mm-hmm. they're uh, she's his partner and everything. But a lot of the games end up being Phoenix has to like save her from being convicted of murder. And uh, there's a lot of little sweet moments there. But the bigger one that I wanted to talk about, speaking of Professor Layton, is Claire Foley from The Unwound Future. Have you played that one? I have not. I don't even know what this game is. Professor Layton is... If oh, Indi- it's from... It's yeah. a Layton okay. game. Yeah. Okay. It, he's if Indiana Jones and James Bond were one guy. <laughs> wow. But that's he's the best of both worlds. That yeah. is literally like the most apt description. I will agree with that. Yeah, actually. Yeah, so he, he literally never loses his cool... He's always just like chill, sipping some a, tea. Does he have a British accent? Yeah. Oh, even better. Yeah, the whole, the whole, this whole series is the most British <laughs> fucking thing you'll ever see in your entire <laughs> Made life. Made by Japanese people, right? Yeah, yeah. But the Japanese people understand the whole British vibe very well. It, it, it. it also, we're not talking about music, but the music in the Professor Layton series is Xenoblade level shit. That's good. And uh, British music is nothing to write home about. Let's be honest. Yeah, but like. The jazzy, like, violin, piano kind of stuff. I'm all about that shit. Uh, off, off topic slightly, but speaking of Persona, Persona 5 soundtrack is god tier. Yeah. That very, shit is great. Very jazzy. Yeah, acid jazz. So is that that's the, the scripted romance yes. in that? In uh, in the first two games, it's the, un- the Unwound Future is the third one. She doesn't come in until that one. 
and it's a chronological trilogy. So um, in the first two, Leighton's like, you know, everything's cool. There's all this supernatural shit happening, and Leighton's like, supernatural shit doesn't exist. Let me use my degree to debunk this. <laughs> and he solves mysteries. One of my 12 degrees. Yeah, and there's there's all these, like, parlor scenes where he's like, this is the guy that killed this person and all this shit. But you get to three, and there's, like, some time travel stuff going on. And uh, Leighton's very skeptical about it, but he meets someone that claims to be his partner, Luke, who is a little boy and his student, and um, claims to be the adult version of him. And in the end of it, it turns out that he's not. But while he's running around the city in this timeline, he sees a woman that looks exactly like his dead girlfriend, Claire. And he's like, what the fuck? And he, like, loses his cool for the first time in the whole series. And at the end of the game, she comes clean, and it is her. She was a scientist going to the same university as him. Um, Her department was working on, like, some quantum physics type shit. And there was an explosion that definitely killed her, but it also sent her forward in time for like a limited leap and it's going to pull her back and kill her in the explosion. So there's there's like a moment at the end of this game where uh, she's like, I have to go. She starts like disappearing and Leighton like grabs her and he starts crying. And he's like, no, I'm not going to let you go. And it just fucking breaks my heart. This That's is a, heavy for this, this might have been the first time I cried at a game as a kid. Interesting. I've only played the first Professor Layton game, but, like, even that one was just like, oh, this is great. And, like, <coughs> hearing BJ talk about it, like, in early podcast episodes, I'm like, damn, I kind of want to, like, get back in. Like, this would be a cool series to, like, delve into. I definitely think it's one of the best visual novel series ever written. But, yeah, that emotionally affected me as a child when I played it for the first time. Luke... What about you? Oh uh, well, what romance have has gotten you so hit you, hit you in, on your heartstrings. I there's one that in this 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 one always hit me because again like like BJ this one made me cry at the end. Three but, five uh, eight over two days. No, but that's a good runner up. <laughs> uh, see that one I could you could read as romance, but like I like I like to me three five eight works really good as platonic. Yeah, and I keep it that way. None of them want to fuck. Except maybe Syx, but <coughs> um, the first time I played Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess, okay, the entire relationship between Link and Minna was just great. She's this bratty, like sm- snarky, sarcastic. I thought imp. you were gonna say like Zelda. Yes, because no. I was gonna say if we did like a little bit like of mentioning just some terrible romances or some terrible partners. Zelda would definitely be one of them. Yeah, Breath of the Wild Zelda is an awful partner. <laughs> yes. Even other ones. They're just, it's so like, Link, uh, you, uh, well, but, the, but then when she needs you. You gotta do this shit for me. Well, I, yeah, for, for Breath of the Wild, I... Used, being used, I'll, I'm tired I'll, of it. I'll give Breath of the Wild, like, of all the other Zeldas, it's very much just like, you are a tool that I need you to stop getting. Breath of the Wild is... These two were forced to be around each other. They didn't like each other. They slowly formed a bond, and then tragedy happened. And in order for him to live, she had to put him to sleep and try to protect the Hyrule by keeping Ganon at bay. And then, like, that to me was, like, the one time where I'm like, okay, Zelda's cool here. Twilight Princess Zelda's terrible. I hate her. We'll see if she can keep it up in a couple of months. I think she's going to die, but um, in in Twilight Princess, unlike... Mipha, though. 
Mifa's a good love interest. Mifa's yes, great. I agree. Mifa's phenomenal. But uh, in Twilight Princess, Minna, who's your like your the character. Actually, who, like, hold teams, on. You, God dang it, Matt. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you had a point. Wind Waker. <laughs> Tetra's great. Tetra's great. Tetra's phenomenal. Yeah. The thing is, I don't count her as Zelda, even though she is. Yes. Because, like, the whole game, I'm like, that's not Zelda. That's not how Zelda acts. And then even when she becomes I, I Zelda. I agree, because they, they do have, like, this, like, grow up together being, like. They literally, like, if I'm not mistaken, don't they, like, aren't they the reason? Like, they literally go out, have kids, and, like, die of old age. Yeah. Because like, uh, the Toon Link in, in Phantom Hourglass and the other ones are, are descendants. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, Tetra yeah, is... Yeah, and, and that one makes sense. So that's all I was trying to say, is, that, no, you're is that Wind Waker is a little bit... Is a good, I think, is a good, like, partnership with her, him and Tetra, so... But yeah, Minna in Twilight Princess, she's like the, the, the like, kind of like Tetra or Navi in, in Ocarina, where she's always telling you things like, hey, go here, do this, whatever. But throughout the game, you get to know her more because she's, like, a main character. She is the Twilight Princess. She mm-hmm. comes from the Twilight Realm. She does the whole thing. And through the whole game, the bond between the two becomes so good. And then, like, she, there's a point where she dies. And it's, like, legitimately sad because Ganondorf, like, you're like, oh, she, she did this to stop Ganondorf. And you get transported out into Hyrule Field. And you see Ganon running up, riding on his horse. And he's holding her helmet that she had the whole game as it crumples in his hands. And you're, and you're like, hey, fuck this guy. I'm going to kill him. So you fight him on horseback. You fight him like the the fucking arguably the best final boss fight in a Zelda game, where it's just you and Ganon, nothing else, swords clashing. That's it. I'm like, this is so fucking cool. And at the end, you see Minna in her true form, yeah, like with with Link, yeah, and and it's like, damn, this is so good. But then she has to leave. And I'm like, god dang it, no. And Link, for the first time in like any of the Zelda games, legitimately cries and like reaches out to her as she leaves, and then the mirror breaks. And they can never see each other again. It's true. And what makes it better is the manga. Think of Twilight Part Two. <coughs> you can find the pieces of the mirror in Breath of the Wild. Do like a Sully scene. Oh my gosh! Don't give me that hope, dog. Bro, a Sully don't give me that scene hope, from dog. Monsters Inc. Where he puts in the last piece, but there's... goes through and goes. <laughs> they, they've already on, set up cut. for it. Like the the pieces, you can go around. There's a beach like on this far offset part of the map where nothing else is. You walk over there, there's an NPC there, and he's like, I don't know what this weird thing is, but it looks cool. <laughs> and then you walk over to it, and it's like... <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, God, calm down. Sorry, I coughed. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's part of that fucking mirror, so they could absolutely do it in this one. That'd be great. Zelda dies, and Minda comes back. What? Hey, hey, I'm cool with that. Wow. Out yeah, with the I'm old, so... in with the new. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, but in, what makes it better is the Twilight Princess manga canonizes it by having them legitimately kiss in the in the manga so the whole point is like no these two have formed a bond it's all them and it's like it's great yeah i sent bj like i literally was reading the manga well, that's what makes like the tetra thing like a little bit more pers- like in better than other zelda games because you're like instead of like the princess save the princess you're like she has a personality and oftentimes she helps you yeah and like it just makes sense like yeah, a couple times she saves you yeah it makes sense to save her because there's like actually like a, a like a bond, a bond. Yeah. quite literally zelda in twilight princess is the worst one where she literally was just like uh i'm Guess gonna I'll give die. up and I'll sit in this tower and wait for the hero, I guess. I, I still don't think that Breath of the Wild is very good. I don't think there I, is a... a, a I, well, I mean, what what was she supposed to do, I guess? You know what I mean? I like, mean, it's her one hope, but I just don't think the bond between them is that powerful. Well, did you get all the memories? Of course I did. Then it's that powerful. 
that's the, that's how it works. If Link cares enough to go search for these memories, it's that powerful. And nah, that is man, the I'm canon here ending. For, uh, Mifa the, uh, is the real girl. Yeah, all right? that's that's the that's what I'm telling you. It's, it's all Mifa, and that's they definitely allude that that's the love interest. Well, not, I mean, not allude. She it's, literally made him is. the marriage armor. Yes, yeah, a hundred percent. Oh, I'm I'm like I'm with you, like in the sense because like to me, I'm I like to think of Breath of the Wild, Zelda, and Link as just platonic friends. That's it because Mifa's there. Or, Mifa's the love. I mean, of- to me, it's more. It's even to, to the point of like. Just Link is really honorable and like mm. takes his job seriously, yeah. and 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 that's respectable. Well, that's what he was at the beginning of it too. It was like he's not leaving the princess alone because that's his he's his duty. Yeah, I, I like it's it's an off off topic thing, but I like my head canon is that he doesn't want this this whole thing. That's why you have the option to break some pots around town. Well, that's why that's why in Breath Pick of the Wild, rocks up. like to me to me my head canon for Breath of the Wild Link is that he just wants to be a cook. He wants to buy a house in Hateno Village and just open up a shop. He doesn't give yeah. a fuck about this shit, but he has to because he's the only one who can. Yeah. Like in my, in, I, I know he probably this, doesn't even want to be the ruler, you know. Of, well, I don't think he's the fish kingdom. I know? mean, that's he, fair too. It'd definitely be Mifa's the ruler, and Link's just kind of the consort to the side who doesn't really do anything. Except, yeah, that'd be terrible. Yeah, he's just out spear fishing all day. Yeah. <laughs> he brings seafood in the in the Zoro, the Zoro's like. I mean, he still probably uh, would have a good time being with I'm Mifa, who's that. like the Zoro's sweetest Lovefish. character of all time. <laughs> that was that was one that was really interesting because like they've never really had in like a like besides like even Tetra and Minna were like hinted like they never outright stated this is a love interest, but yeah. it was like very. It, I mean, yeah, Mifa is it, Mifa is, is like she is in love with Link. That and Link is in love with her, but he bro, like has it like, is, he's, He's supposed to be the guard. He's it is adorable. To, yeah. Like seeing them like take pictures, like and Link's there. You see her like she looks at Link, scoots a little closer, looks at him again, scoots a little closer. It's the most adorable shit. I yeah. like Mifa and Link all the way, bro. Yeah. Speaking of Nintendo, <coughs> uh, one terrible romance is Peach and Mario. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my yeah. gosh. Fucking the end of Odyssey. Mario's like, I'm gonna save you on the moon and then let's get married. <laughs> and then Peach is like, mm, no. I love I love that even Bowser and Mario were just like It it damn. is so terrible. I I don't know. I think I mean, we're we're we're, we're talking about like games and like stupid shit, but I don't know. There's I think it's you know, to me you, it's important. Have you seen the the fucking some there's some artist I saw on Twitter, the Wario yes. and Daisy stuff? Yeah. That shit is so good. I love that. It's Daisy and yeah, Wario yeah. together. Yeah. yeah and it's, and then, it's some then of the just do it being silly and him <laughs> riding his hog and then It is legitimately the best from like cuz I think it started as a joke of like, "Ha, we cucked Luigi." But then the artist kept drawing and made it way more wholesome and like re- honestly really sweet. That yes, I'm like, damn, it's so good. I love this. There was another one, and I, apparently it got worse. But there was like a Pokemon one where it was like uh, this big, fat, like overweight Waylord, like humanoid dude with a skitty, and it was like he's just kind of like office worker. He's just kind of you know, kind of shy, overweight, whatever. And then this like loud, um, like obnoxious skitty girl. And apparently those comics were good until. Someone was like, nah, they got worse. And I was like, oh no, did he get cucked? Damn. I don't know. But Nintendo actually doesn't have a good track record with romance. Cause like even in like Not when your your like your title <laughs> game is Mario. Yeah. The, the ultimate cuck. Yeah, for real. Your princess is another castle, getting that lizard dick. Yeah. I think it's implied to be canonical that he does eventually get cucked by Luigi for Peach. And then eventually goes on to be with Daisy. 
and then Wait, uh, Luigi goes with Peach. Luigi thought, goes with Peach, and then Mario. But goes isn't with Daisy Luigi. canonically not canonically? Who? There's no canon technically. Who is? Because well, oh, Rosalina, right? Rosalina is, yeah, is Rosalina is potentially the daughter of Luigi and Peach. Interesting. Yeah, I have no clue. But um, like, I don't know. Like, when you look at like Nintendo like that, because like their Japanese run does well. Like Fire Emblem, except Fates, does pretty well with like romance. I think Three Houses does really well with it. Yeah. Uh, specifically. And like I know, I know there's there's no canon options. I don't give a fuck. Edelgard's whole romance in Fireman Three Houses it adds on to what is already a, a close bond between the two. But like, I'm, I mean, dude, it's, it's the same thing with romancing Lucina. Yeah, and Awakening. I dude, that moment when she like has comes to, to kill you, you and she's like, "I love you, but I have to do this." It's oh. there. Speaking of like, we're talking about Nintendo and stuff. Right now, you know, PlayStation's like, you know, top, you know, title is gonna is God of War, and I think Spider Man is probably gonna be that soon. But I to talk about Kratos, <laughs> he as being a complex character as he is, I think he is an amazing husband because in the beginning game he loves his wife and daughter so much that he would kill the Pantheon. Yeah. Even though it corrupted, yeah, you can argue that is that his love for them or is it his hatred for everyone else? Or is it yeah, yeah. just his Spartan rage? But I don't know. Then we find out that he's a demigod, and you're like, oh, well, apparently, because apparently it's like a god thing as to why they they're all fucking crazy, and that's a, one of the reasons. Yeah. But yeah, no, I agree with you that like not only that, but seeing him in the new games, like yeah, his like. Like also, yeah, like, in the new games, like I mean, he's just been so, through so much. So you got to like sift through, like, I mean, like so much shit. Can we? You have to sift through so much trauma, so much shit, so much. Remember, just, like his like, skin ha- is white. Habitual behavior. Remember, his skin is white because those are the ashes of his dead fucking know, family. Yeah, like, yeah. like to just go through all even the habitual like behavior and his tendencies to just go into rage and to close people off and go emotionless. But like seeing him in 2018. Where it's like he had a wife and a son, and a wife that he gave a shit about to the point oh, 100%. where, hundred percent, like to the point where her dying wish was to do this thing, and like she wanted, you know, Kratos and Atreus to be closer. That was the whole point, and like it, uh, it like you. That's why when we talked about God of War, like you feel Kratos's wife, yes, in the whole so game. True. And so, but but then it just it. What I'm what I'm thinking is is all of that actually just 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 reflects onto Kratos. Even though we see so much, like, like a you know, like a callous side of him, it does reflect onto him being somebody that is is so easily to be loved and that he is such a good provider for. So yeah. I just think that's interesting, being you know, and I mean, because to me, like talking about romance and love and and stuff like that, like movies that really resonate with me, like really get me fired up, are, are like like revenge movies, like Braveheart. Mm. Patriot, Last of the Mohicans, bro. I mean, I will get me cry. fired up. I mean, that's like that Patriot. whole like. Even when we talked about like Last of Us Part Two, about like, like if Matt got killed in a like from some people, like having people come go and it's that energy that I I do. Don't you fucking hold a mirror I mean, to me? It, Speaking well, it, of it's which, that, it's, I I do I love deeply and really passionately, even with my friends. I mean, you guys, it's like, I, oh man, like it shit, man, like. <laughs> 
Yeah. Speaking of good fathers and providers, fucking Jimmy in The Last of Us 2, they were broken up and he went across the country for her. It's true. Yeah. Jimmy was great, honestly. Um, another, so I wanted to bring this one up too, but you know, we were talking like romance options versus like just what you get, what you're given. Yeah. Uh, the way Jesse, I mean, <coughs> what'd you say? I meant to say Jesse. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jimmy. I was like, who the fuck is Jimmy? <coughs> Jimmy. Um, seeing Jimmy. it's not ever confirmed, but seeing final fantasy seven specifically have these moments of characters who just like obviously we can look at Zack and Aerith and it's cute you can look at Cloud and Tifa Cloud Aerith whatever point Sora you want to go for Sora and Riku for sure <laughs> let's be let's be honest with us with ourselves yeah Sora may not be gay Riku's gay as fuck Sora did go to the realm of darkness to save Riku from uh my my headcanon is Sora is just that naive like like kind of what I thought of Rex before Rex fucked where it's like I just I really like like he doesn't actually love Kyrie like that he just he's like yeah they're great friends like he friendzoned everybody yeah but Riku is like just all in I just still love that they use the gay blade to beat Aqua it, now granted it's because of Kingdom Hearts but the fact that it had heart designs all over that bitch come on now yeah and two come handles. on now <laughs> but um I love the relationship between Tifa and Cloud in Final Fantasy 7 uh, both the original Advent Children like any the entire discography of Final Fantasy 7 Tifa and Cloud is like the one I, I latch on to just because it's I mean they the, were childhood friends it's the childhood friends you know they you know they both kind of had a thing for each other but then tragedy struck and they both had to go their separate ways they both grew differently and not only and now Cloud like I love the idea that Tifa is trying to help Cloud just put himself back together because yeah. the whole story of Seven is Cloud is fucked, his memory's fucked, he's going through PTSD, he is not who he thinks he is, all this shit, and like the moment that gets me all the time is when you go into the live stream together in Seven and it's Tifa there with Cloud, it's Tifa under the under the high wind with Cloud. Like every time, granted, Aerith dies. Spoilers, sorry. Uh, but like it's been what twenty years now. Well, now the remakes are coming out, so. <laughs> but um, it's one of those things where I'm like, damn, like she was there the whole time, and then watching Advent Children and seeing like Cloud, like she still cares for Cloud, but she wants to like, she wants to be there for him, but she understands like he he is a loner, like he's someone who wants to kind of be alone, and like, but like they're fucking raising two kids together. Barrett literally dropped his off his daughter, said y'all take care of that bitch. And then they adopted some fucking homeless child. And that's, they're literally raising a family in this like bar slash delivery service thing. And I'm like, they, they're just, come on now. Like it, it, they're, they're raising kids together. Like they love each other. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Aerith is there too. And she's fine. But she, her and Zach, it's, they're in the live stream going at it. Yeah. But, um, the last one I have is, uh, is Mass Effect. I knew, I knew, I literally was thinking it's got to be a Mass Effect or like a Dragon Age something. Yeah. I mean, like shout out to all of them. Like Bioware's done it. Like obviously, Knights of the Old Republic with Basilashan and the other Amy guy. Rose with Sonic Chronicles and the Dark Brotherhood. There you go. Um, like any, all their games kind of have that that vibe of just like, hey, this is an option. Like the whole point is RPGs. Make your character role yeah. play as much as you want. Mass Effect has done honestly a great job in. <coughs> 
arguably all of its romances. Like Liara is the one you can go through the whole trilogy with, and it's it's really powerful, really good. Um, Garrus is arguably the best like of the male romances, and like he's just this fucking weird fucking mandibled alien motherfucker but he's like the best bro in the galaxy and then you can romance him as a girl like he, he's great but for me personally uh mass effect when i played mass effect 2 um i had this is before i didn't romance liara or any or ashley in my first playthrough so i was like i had nobody romanced so then i went to mass effect 2 and i found out you could romance tolly which tolly is this korean engineer she's the cutest motherfucker in the on the whole ship and <clears throat> it's this tragic thing where because she's a Corian, they are locked in these like hazmat suits because they're so they, like can never touch. Yep. Their immune system is so oh, fucked no. because their their planet got taken over. And so they've been living in in fleets in these like ships. And so their their immune system is now just so like any environment that's not super sterilized is dangerous to them. And so the whole game, like in two, there's a moment where you guys you literally do a thing where she takes medicine. You get like a pressurized thing you for clean, your cabin. You clean your dick real good. Pretty much, no. And, and so there, there's a moment, and they they do a good job by never showing your face in two. But there's a moment where like Shepard takes the mask off, and she's like, like super shy about it, and it's just immediate to the romance scene where she like jumps on him. Whoa. And it's all this time of like, you help like her loyalty quest. I, I'm getting moved already. And all right, uh, her loyalty quest is finding out her dad died, and she now has to go through that. She gets. She gets banished from her fleet of Corian people, and now she has like she is only allowed on the Normandy ship with you and your crew. Like her whole, and then from the first game, she's just this young girl on her pilgrimage. She's got to find something to bring back. She become like, and then in three, she's an admiral for a fleet now, and it's like her her line at the end because in in Mass Effect three, you can you, like your crew gets like hurt, and you have to go on alone, and you call a ship to bring to get your crew out there. And, and whoever you romance will say something to you. And, uh, and like, Tali will, because the whole point is, like, you have to try to get their home world back for them. And you, and you do, because it's a game you can win like that. But, you can win yeah. Like that. But, um, the, the thing that gets me is he goes, you have to go. You have to go back home. And she, and in this quiet, sobbing voice, she goes, I already have a home. Oh. Like, looking at you. And, and, like, you tell her, I love you. And then you go off to save the fucking galaxy, wow. and she gets taken back to the ship, and it's like, fuck, god dang it, I'm crying, like, I'm holding the controller, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> oh, fuck. that was me, like, with the second playthrough with, yeah, with Yennefer, when you could finally just tell her your feelings, yes. and be honest with her, and I was like, <coughs> it's actually happening, holy moly. Ma Mass Effect, I think, Real has... Real emotions. I think Bioware does really well with a lot of theirs, in, in Dragon Age especially, like, I, I think... Still to this day, in in Dragon Age One, Morrigan is like such a fun romance because she's you have to kind of be more on the evil side to romance her because she's not a good person, but like she has she's like the she's more anti-hero than hero. Like she will you know, absolutely kill people, but like which one is it? This is Dragon Age One, so yeah, Origins. Okay. And but like she is at the end of the day, she'll do the right thing. But it's yeah. like I don't know her. I I think Bioware writes really good characters, and if anyone actually gave like. Like, if you ever wanted to play these games, like, I recommend just talk to everybody. Because their characters are great, and then that that great writing evolves into those romances. And I, I truly think Tali and Garrus in Mass Effect are the best ones, hands down. And just all the extra shit, like, it's it's like, um... 
like we were talking about Persona 4 where it's like oh you go skiing and if you've romanced you get an extra scene with one of them in Mass Effect it's the same shit where it's like hey you romance this person well on this if you take them on the uh, on this DLC mission they will react to you getting hurt or they'll react to like your like you and shit like happens like there's a there's a DLC in 3 like Leviathan where you almost die and like you have to be resuscitated and like you wake up and she's and like whoever you romance is like don't fucking do that again in whatever their you know their version mm-hmm. of the line is but it's it's the little things like that where yeah. they went above and beyond unlike <coughs> some of these like japanese role playing games where it's like all right here's your romance you're done yeah they were like no they they're part of your character's life they will be there especially if you bring them on your your crew you you they're part of your your team like whatever i don't know i think byware does it really well and i think tolly specifically in Mass Effect is the best one. I think with like just kind of what we talk about and what we cover on the podcast, it's it's fair to to mention some like anime, yeah. manga stuff. I mean, like for me, go to is gotta be like Winry. I mean that relationship is It was so healthy. It was well, I'm gonna be honest with it you. It was. It, it was it with was, like the shit that they had to deal with too. They were always there for each other. They were always there. I mean, yeah. You know, they her, her, her mom, you know, his dad leaves, his mom dies, they try to bring her back, get, like, mentally scarred, and also, you know, lose <sighs> a brother <laughs> and body parts, you know. And yeah, it's so healthy, and just to see that develop, and then you, what's also helpful is, like, in the in the animes that you get in Brotherhood, you get, like, physical developments and changes in both of them, that by the end, they're, like, you can see that they're, they're adults. Di- they're they're adults not kids they, anymore. Exactly, and that it just... And then they, they sprinkle so much of like of of how they actually feel for each other because at first it's like I care about you so deeply and that it, it's disguised as like brother brother sister but then you see like that there's that, like there's more to that and it's oh it just evolves in such a beautiful way. It's why FMA is still one of the best written shonen when it comes to characters, romance, world building, everything. Because like we can look at things like Naruto and Bleach and. I mean, well, Nar- 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 Narco, like- you, you don't want to talk about uh, uh, Sakura. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's mostly the biggest. <laughs> well, Nar- with Naruto, it's like, like you could argue that like it's fucking terrible because like on one hand, yeah, Naruto got with Hinata, but then Sakura and Sasuke got together after. I know, but even but the Sakura Sasuke one is so lame because it is. It's, it's it's always been about her just feigning over Sasuke, who doesn't give a shit about anything. And I know that that's like his just who he is and him being guarded and and having walls up. But apparently they put out a like short manga about uh, how like it, it actually explains how Sakura and Sasuke got together because uh, at the end of Naruto they don't get married, but then in Boruto they have kids now and are yeah. married. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it does so make in, sense. in a in in this manga apparently I haven't read it, but people were saying that, like, yeah, this is supposed to like. Actually I mean, definitely explain. Hinata makes sense. Like, and that's actually a better relationship, but. It also is that, like, it's weird because Naruto, at least in original, she, he doesn't give her, like, the light of day. Well, it's it's not even that. I mean, like, a little bit. He's like, don't beat up on her when, when in you, the, uh, you see the, her, when, when you see who's Neji and, and, and yeah. Hanada fight. He's, Naruto's like, like, stop that. Like, well, don't, 
kill her. That's one <laughs> thing I liked about trying to kill her. It's one thing I like about Naruto is that they don't really worry too much about a lot of the romance until you get to Shibuden, where yeah. it's like, okay, now they're like sixteen, like you know, they're yeah. old enough where this is more of but, an issue. I mean, but and you I, see more I, of the development with Hinata and whatnot. But essentially, there. like the consensus is, is that it doesn't really have a well, good romance play. To be fair, no shonen like battle shonen really does. Like, let's be real here. If we're gonna talk about shitty romance. Dragon Ball doesn't do really good. Like, even Bulma and Vegeta, it's like, she just kind of... Krillin and 18 is the only good yeah, one. Yeah, Krillin and 18 are the... Well, and maybe Videl and Gohan. Yeah, that's yeah, true. But those are the only ones. Goku's a shit father and didn't and doesn't know what sex is. So I don't know how the fuck he got kids. Like his sleep. Well, no. There literally is no, a, he, he doesn't know what kissing is, but he has kids. <laughs> no, there's literally a, a scene. Like, Vegeta, well, no, Vegeta literally goes like he's like I I have to, like my my wife is pregnant, like she's she's about to burst and Goku goes, oh it, should she go to the hospital? That sounds dangerous. He's like motherfucker, she's having a kid, and and he goes, that's where they come from. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Goku? There is one really good romance <laughs> in Naruto, and it's uh, Shikamaru and Tomari. And Tomari. My, dude, Shikamaru is per- still to this day the best Naruto character. That's Hands why he's down, the goat. The goat. The goat. <laughs> he's the best. Like tomorrow, him and Tamara's relationship was. It started really, really good because it's this rivalry, and over time, into Shippuden, you see it become more close. Seeing, I seeing Shikamaru ask Tamari out. Dude, Shikamaru being, could do anything, and I'd be like, a Shikamaru's fan of a god. <laughs> yeah, Bro, I was gonna say he could do anything, and I'd be fuck a fan Boruto, of it. give me the Shikamaru show, dude. Shikamaru, like people like to say, like, oh, the bond between Naruto and Sasuke. Fuck that. Shikamaru is is Naruto's That's best cool. friend. Out of like, other than the puppeting <laughs> jutsu. He's got the coolest jutsu. Yeah, the fucking shadow, shadow, shadow jutsu is is oh. is so much better than clone or Tadori or any or you know any of that. I don't know if he Hinata might like the clone jutsu a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, you get that gangbang. I've read oh, plenty of uh, spicy manga about that. Yeah. Oh, f- oh yeah. my gosh. But um, I read one where Naruto <laughs> can we, can we created please? a shadow clone and then made it look like Hinata, and then it wandered out in the street and disappeared. And then Naruto goes outside and finds the real Hinata you think, and brings it back upstairs dude, to fuck. Dude, Naruto's got to bang himself with his sexy clone. I would. Dude, I mean, it's not, it wouldn't be wrong. That's just, just masturbation, masturbation at that yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. Dude, can we please touch base <laughs> on Cyberpunk? Yeah, I mean, Pan okay, Am is... Pan Am. Well, I'm... Well, yeah, well, Dave and Lucy. I'm. That's what yeah. my... Because we're talking about Holy some, fuck. some anime. But Pan... Yeah, Pan Am is great. I Judy's mean, great, too. We got, we, I think when Honestly, you talk about Cyberpunk, you have to talk about... You're living in a world that's fucked. Yeah. To begin with. And so if you get romance, it's either like fake. It's all it's all like it's either fake or it's the only thing you have. It, yes. And then it, it, when it's the only thing you have, one of them you die. <laughs> yeah. Well that that's what I that's what I love about the in, the, the ending that I got for Cyberpunk was leaving with Pan Am. I'm like, fuck this city. That's yeah. what and, I got. And, and like the idea that like the Mike V is on I mean, borrowed that, that time. Definitely, like, gave me. I mean, I'm, I'm bringing everything back to Witcher, but it's that whole like Geralt and Yennefer being like, "Peace out, like, we're done." Pan Am's like ending. we've been through enough shit. <laughs> it's yeah. time to just live our life together. Sorry, I coughed. In whatever shitty way that is, you know. Pan Am's ending to me was like the best because it leaves enough open for like whatever you want to head candidate as, where it's like, does V live? Does he die? Like where? Do, like does do like? Because that's the thing is like V is a walking corpse at this 100%. point, and it's like because now there's just two fucking souls living in his head. Like I I love I love the like any like just the way Pan Am is just 
always down for I finally you. got in this playthrough. I just got through the part where Johnny like talks about him being in the war. And he's like, I would die for my comrade. Would you die for me? And I was like... <sighs> I hit yes. I hit yes. But then, but to see that Johnny was like being like, I won't kill you unless it's time for me to, like, to take over. Like, unless you die like from this virus. To, to, to be fair, there are moments that like I think... Dep- because they left the game a little too open, there are moments where, like, clearly this is Johnny with character development, and then you get another scene where it's back to asshole Johnny. Asshole Johnny. And you're yeah. like, all right, I should have done this first, then, yeah. Yeah. But, um. But, like, so far, what's been, yeah, playing in this, like, third playthrough is, is I've been really happy with. Speaking of, speaking of more romance, I honestly, Johnny and Rogue, well, it's, it's the most toxic, kind of, like, fucked up shit, but it's, it's the idea of, like, I wrote a very interesting theory I don't know, about I don't Rogue. know about yeah. that. Well, no, I, I not necessarily that it's good, but like I yeah. like I like how it was told, where it's like Rogue like like loved this man. Johnny had something for her, and but even Rogue. I mean, that's is like, why I was like, yeah, it, it's Rogue was like. But even Rogue is like, I don't like, I can't continue this. Like, even, and yeah. you can argue that it's because V was there, but I don't think I think Rogue would have gone through if Johnny really loved her. Like if yeah, she he, felt that but Johnny, that's the thing. That's Johnny the thing. doesn't. He only Johnny lo- only loves himself. He like well, you know, not just no, that. He, yeah, he see, he loves claim- vengeance and he loves like his, his cause. He loves Pe- himself. Yeah. People say like, oh, he loves alt, but like honestly, it could have been any girl that he was dating at the time. And if she got killed, he would have gone on a rampage. Johnny he, loves because himself. he wanted to. He yes. wanted to go on a rampage. He wanted that. He wanted. He wanted to bur- go out in, in a in a in a in a you know yeah. burst of flames. I and honestly that's why I love that ending the fact that you can choose so many different endings but the one where Johnny and you decide fuck it and you kill yourself is so fucking like cuz that's both you and your and Johnny just being like fuck all yeah. this fuck this city so, well that and, and that's just what it's, cyberpunk and so like with like <coughs> Judy and David David oh. and Lucy David and Lucy yeah not Judy yeah honestly shout out to my homie Rebecca yeah honestly her but her and David would have been great man that that whole thing Especially after playing through a successful romance and love with Cyberpunk 2077, the game, and then going through that, and you're just like hoping that like you can get another successful thing, and then it just falls apart right in front of you, and it plays out exactly essentially how you know it's going to play out, and that's what's so brutal is you're you're there a ticking time bomb that you're watching happen, and then seeing David's downfall and Lucy just obsessing over trying to get David out, like hacking the system to get David out of, out of, you know, the, the, the suit, the suit, or like, you know, before when yeah. she's just like, I can't talk now. I have to do this. I can't explain this to you and seeing them just grow apart. And then at the end, Oh, brutal. I want to be honest. I love just seeing the end scene where she's replaying the memory of David in her on, head on the moon, on the moon. It's, oh, it's like, <sighs> that was brutal. Yeah. Honestly, by the way, fuck the... I know it's not an anime opening, but fuck uh, the anime awards for not putting out I Really Want to Stay at Your House as, like, best song or whatever. Yeah, original song or something. They put out, you know, This Fire from Franz Ferdinand as as one of the best openings of the year because they're like, yeah, Cyberpunk was great. But, like, honestly... Anytime Everyone. I hear, anytime I hear, like I was, I was on shuffle on Spotify, and it popped up, and I literally was driving. I just the went, feels, dude. I went, fuck. Well, dude, another <laughs> great romance in anime is got to be in Castlevania. Yeah, buddy. Right? That yes. was amazing. Amazing. I love when, when Actually, like in I'm games a- and other stuff, they like <laughs> start out just really bucking the shit out of them, and then they find a common cause and work together, 
and then they get the hot. They're like, well, you know, they start getting the hots for each other. I love where she starts cursing, and she's like, look what you fucking did to me. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It just, it's so organic, and like, it's so fun and playful when you, yeah, you start characters off that like hate each other and are annoyed. Honestly, they start, shout out. Oh, it's it's like it's so exciting, you know. Shout out Castlevania for like having a lot of really good, like, granted, good in the sense of well-written relationships, but like having a lot of different like toxic ones healthy ones yeah. obsession like dracula's whole thing i mean, is that, I mean his all... wife being killed and he's like i'm gonna kill every human and, but because see, of it see, and that so resonates with me that's that brave heart shit of like i'm like gonna every... burn the world well, that... because of this <laughs> i mean it's it's what gets me because like because let's dude. be real if 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 you were a vampire i'm probably siding with camilla because like you're gonna get rid of every ounce of food we have because of your wife and like Camilla and the rest of the vampires are like, but then nah. when they challenge that, Dracula's like, "You're next." Yeah, no, dude, fucking. Oh, I mean, Dra- yeah, Dracula's goaded. Honest, honestly, honestly, percent. I, I love I how they treated. Yeah, I, mean, I love how they treated. Uh, well, fuck, what's his uh, Alucard, and yeah. how like his whole thing of just like searching for love or searching yeah. for something was really good too. Yeah, like especially like in the light of what's what's her name, Sifa. Cypher, Cypher, yeah. It's seeing, seeing them together, you know, and then, yeah. I, I did y'all both finished Castlevania, right? No, Season I haven't four? finished. Oh, it. I did. Okay. That that. But I think we, you already spoiled it for with me. The I remember. No, no. In uh, in the last season, it's when Cypher and Alucard are talking. Oh yeah. And you're like, damn, dude, fuck. I'm start like I started tearing up because you're like, they they all have each other. Like that's that's the that's yeah. the group. That's that's the boys. Sypha counts as one of the boys. She's she's with Trevor. She's one of the boys. Like that, I love. I, lo- I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, that's a that's definitely a, an honor. That's a, a Castlevania just continues to just be the most well written shit I've seen. Like it, I don't think there was an ever a bad season. Can't wait to see the new one, dude. Yeah. Oh fuck, we're getting Richter. I need, I need dude. to watch. I need to we're watch. Getting Richter. I know. I I need to watch <laughs> season four. We know when that. that's coming out. I don't think so. I um, think I mean we can talk a little bit about manga. I mean, Berserk's on my brain. Uh, I don't. What do you? Know what about mean, what, th- I actually don't think that it's actually a, a great honorable mention. Well, I mean, just because. But I don't. I, I would love. I love. I love. You know, uh, not, I was about to say guts Griffin. and Casca. Yeah, I love. Yeah, there you go. I, I mean, we're talking almost kind said of, Griffin and Casca. We're, no, we're talking about like because aside from relationships, especially you know, we're talking about like the actions. Like if we're talking about um, Kratos, Kratos and stuff like that. I mean, it it, it, the, it is a lot like that. It is a lot like it, it, that. It really pushes, like, guts. Like that's like one of the biggest points of. Yeah, his life. I mean that's why he starts hunting apostles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, look at what they fucking did. To because it, it really, if it was, if it just was him and Casca, like just being like how they were before they fell in love with each other, he would have been like, he would have just let demons kill him, mm-hmm. like yeah. night one. And, and and yet it was his his reason. I mean, even as much as he loved all the rest of his games, like you know, um, Rickert and Corpus, Corpus and uh, Judo, like it, it, he would have been like, "This is fucked." Like I have no reason to live. Like if I'm getting chased every night, it, this is <laughs> gonna be my life. And he knew that after night two, you know. Yeah. And it's it's. But just seeing him, and then oh, I'm in such a good part right now where he's getting the new gang back together, and he's feeling hope for the first time, and he sees he sees Costca smile. Oh, that look! I'm just saying, if you feel hope in Berserk, 
don't don't let it sit. No, it, <laughs> don't let it sit. I know, but it's a little <laughs> bit different. I, it's it, it is a little bit different. Even though I know people will get die will die and get fucked, and there's it, it's very different because yeah. he has a group of people that are capable and might be able to defend themselves. And even if if some people die, which I'm I'm really expecting with with how they killed everybody. I just hope Farnes dies, and then everybody else is just happy after that. <laughs> No, because then, then Serpico uh, will be sad, and I don't want Serpico to be Serpico sad. Serpico will kill. Griff, Griff, literally, he talks about like killing. She, yeah, she's she's the only reason you're not dead. Yeah, damn it. So, <laughs> I, I don't know, but that's 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 one that's been on my mind is that relationship. I want to talk about just actual romance, like anime manga, because like I. Uh, yeah, I, I've never touched that. I, 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 I am comp- now. You want to talk about being caught up to a fucking long ass manga? I am caught up to Comey Can't Communicate, which is like three hundred chapters. Jesus. And uh, that one. Now, granted, it took forever for them to like actually get together. <clears throat> but even then, the buildup of Comey and Tadano, like, just first, it's friendship because it's like, hey, I'm gonna help you make friends, and they they get closer. Everything like. When Comey realizes she has feelings, like, obviously she doesn't know what to do with it. Tadano is, like, clueless. It's the anime tropes all the time, but, like, throughout the, throughout the manga, they're like, no matter what, even if there's no romance, even if there's other things, like, there, there is a moment where, like, <coughs> there's a kind of a love triangle where it's the first time, like, Comey, like, stands up for herself, where she's like, you're my friend, like, because it's the other girl, she's like, you're my friend. But I, I like Tadano, and I'm not letting, like, I'm not gonna let you take that from me. And I was like, yeah. damn. And, like, seeing them actually get together, like, it's as simple as her asking for a hug. And the way the dude drew the fucking panel, I'm just like, god dang it, this is sweet as fuck. What the hell? You just, you root for him the whole time. Like, it's so fucking cute and wholesome. I fucking love it. Yeah. Like, well, it, I don't know. There's, I was talking on Sunday with Millie. We were, for some reason, we were talking about Up got brought up. And like I got seen, brought up. It, well, it was brought up. Brought up. Brought up. Um, you brought up into the conversation. And <coughs> watching with my parents, they were sobbing over that first scene. Yeah. And then, you know, one one morning, Saturday, like a Saturday morning, I decided to watch it at ten in the morning. And at ten in the morning, I'm sobbing because everything changed. You know, getting married. And I think as That's- much as like having me being just like. I love my friends so much and I love the bros. You know, there's a part of me that like my worst fear is is like, you know, having my bros have a have a significant other because I know that like that'll be you know, like with Tyler or, you know, Kevin, you know, it's just like but in the end of the day, it's like that's like my biggest desire for you guys is or for all my friends is that like to find that love yeah, yeah. Is that is that it, it's it's amazing it's so crazy i mean even like little things like like even though carmen and i lived together for a while before we got married it's you know it changed everything man i think that love is love is powerful it is I mean, like that's why like even like that's why i gravitate to a lot of like romances and things like whether it be romance manga or just romances in media just because like you want to see the hero win at the end of the day but you also want to see like you want to see like like if if the hero you know defeats the bad guy cool but if the hero defeats the bad guy because he's protecting someone he loves it hits harder or like say, just saves the, the person that they love. like seeing it um it's, di- it's different it's so much different like seeing I love like this is one of my again 
I mean, we can even just not talk about like romance love, but just love in general. Well, like, you know, it's just it, like is is so powerful. <coughs> it's it's one of the reasons why like I'm always like I love a good romance, but like I I really love platonic love, just two people who love each other. Yeah, it's I like mean, you don't have to have a label of like, well, okay, well let's let's get married, do all this. Just like these two people are close. There's I mean, nothing that, that's gonna break it, that I shit. I mean, that's why like love even applies to like friendship. Yeah, like, you know, it's it's. Like it's so. It, I mean, yeah, hundred percent. I think like that. Even that, though to you know to today like Valentine's Day being pretty much a corporate holiday, you know. Oh, uh, you go buy chocolates and you, you buy know, chocolate. Then all the all the nice restaurants get a bunch of reservations, you know, and and stuff like that. But I think in the end, you know, what it it is 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 important is a day for love. Yeah. So. And like that's why that's why I like that we've gotten to the point where like a Galentine's Day or just like getting a group of friends together, even if you're not in relationships, just like no, fuck it, spread the love. Dude, go in, go into like go into the you know homecoming dance with the homies. Yeah, you like, know what I'm saying. You don't you don't like that's the thing that I like is like yeah I like I I do want like a you know a girlfriend slash wife or whatever stupid other later down the road, but like at the same time I'm like I'm at a point where in my life I'm like I just. I don't need that right now. Like I have you two where it's like, yeah, having you guys in my life is like the most important thing to me right now. Where it's For like, sure. yeah, these Tuesdays mean a lot to me. Like just even it's as simple as just like talking to BJ. Well, like, I mean, that's like last, even like a, not last of us, like a dragon where it's like, Oh dude, this thing. Oh, like yeah. having these conversations or like, if I know I can come to you guys with anything and like, 100%. it's like no judgment. Like I could be struggling with like the worst shit, but it's like, y'all be like, what can we do? Yeah. Like, it's that thing. And I, I love that. Well, it, yeah, I think I think it's important. I think you know we don't live in a world with just ourselves. I, I, we live in a world with others, and and personal you know interpersonal connections is is what's meaningful. Even though if we're talking about like things that'll last and stuff like that, you know, like you know our podcast will be on the internet forever, but. But that's not what matters at all. It's 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 memories and stuff like that. And I think I think it's important you know, with my dad dying and stuff like that, mm. it's important to like I mean that's like kind of really you know, that the the base of like why I get mad about working weekends is because like I it's about time with people. Mm. Even if that time is just spending hours of sleep with somebody that you're not gonna remember, you're just gonna wake up at ten in the morning it's different it's Tuesdays are the day that I always look forward to you know it's it's stuff like that you know so I think it's I think it's important you know what I would say before you know winding down it's like you know tell the people you love you love them and you know I think it's important I think yeah. uh, and, you know I mean yeah I, I, we, I could go off on a bunch of other stuff but I mean I love you guys Wait, I, I, I guess too love you both honestly like yeah talking about this and it's, it's it's got me like it's got me hyped to do more like serious ones of this because like i know we mentioned to do like the father's day or the mother's day like just again bring those in would just be about love right because like yeah. yeah it's it's like the love well, especially with like all the, the hate in the, the world for, yeah like that's to me that's the only way to combat something and even in like i that. even would say like <coughs> like like hate for even I mean, this goes on any I'm really not even being specific. Like, I want to be really broad on this, but like, like hate that even you think is for like a, a good cause. Yeah, I think I really do think that that it's it, it 
I think it, it is brought you need to love regardless I think I think in the end it's 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 peace and, and love as, well, as, as hippie as that is it's one of those things that I wish that like the church taught more of because like yes there are important lessons that you know you need to teach but like there's something about I mean, like yeah, and you, you even be there. like, and I think that even has to do with like inter, inter, like different religions of about like people that believe different stuff is like, it's okay for people to believe in yeah. other stuff. It's okay, but well, we just need to love no matter what people believe in, except that like, you know, especially with religion that's like, <coughs> I, you know, I don't think we should get too far down no. it, but religion is like, religion is important. It's a very central part for a lot of people and it's very impactful for people who really have a have a spiritual life and stuff but you know that's important to a lot of people and to it's important to respect that yeah and, and still love someone yeah with or that. even like, i guess lack thereof of people yeah. who don't believe you know yeah, and well, like, have a, a, a so, something else that you it's, that it's you, you know it's never been an no issue matter what you believe in i think it's like important growing up like you know it's never been that issue because for me it's just like i've met great people who aren't religious but who are who or who don't know and it's like but they're still great people and like yeah. who wanted to spread the love and i'm like that's all that matters yeah so 100%. any any final thoughts you want to say on this just love filled episode that's right no <laughs> all right well <laughs> Dude, fuck griffith yeah honestly fuck yeah. griffith if we, if we if we gotta say one anything, it's fuck Griffith. Dude, he's the embodiment of this <coughs> betrayal. And he's the he's the antithesis to love. He's <laughs> the anti Cupid. Yeah, for real, dude. But um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this episode is gonna be up before a couple more. So the next two episodes after this will be previous weeks. We've just had some problems. Yeah. Um, but uh, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on the socials: Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Matt's streaming a lot. I am streaming a lot. He's, yeah. A lot of Battlefield 4. Battlefield. He's been Boundary, in... Fortnite. Yeah, and then... Uh, <coughs> I think I'll do an Uncharted playthrough, because, think know, uh, why not? I think uh, now that I've figured out how to do the Xbox uh, Discord. Discord thing, I can probably use my headset that has a better mic on it. So, and then I won't have to use speakers that blare out things. So we can do more reaction stuff or do more, like, things as well, yeah. like streams together. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening and as always take it sleazy